Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was following Lander Lightheart into the underground sewers of Dragon Harbor. As they walked, the party asked various questions about the current situation in the city and how they could help. Eventually, they came to a point where they needed to cross the Wynne River quietly, and without a bridge. After much deliberation, Liberté proceeded to shrink all of the party members with his reduce spell, and turn by turn, they flew across the gap on Tinkerbell. Now sneaking beneath the city itself, the group was much more cautious and made it to the Resistance hideout without incident. Once there, the party asked more questions before a patrol returned with their friend Gothrak. Introductions were had, and Jacques was also surprised to see an old commander of his among the rebels, Lady Lunave Wingflight. After learning more about the current situation of the city, the party joined Gothrak on a mission to see if the proprietors of Dragon Mages of the Eastern Shore were still safe. They rested and moved through the city at night, some moving much more quiet than others. Eventually, they made it to the store, and through a bit of luck and cleverly use of the message spell, were able to contact the mages. They were let in and convinced the group to sell them a number of magic items. They also attempted to convince the mages to join the resistance, which was semi-successful. The party then snuck back to the sewer entrance as dawn approached. And that is where we pick up. So you all are ducking back into the sewer entrance, Gothrak quickly putting the screws back into the grate. As you see off in the distance, the black above the mountains is beginning to turn into the darkest blue as dawn approaches. And you all quietly creep your way back through the sewers to the base. What would you all like to do? Wait, are we in the base? If there's anything you want to do on your way there, you can, or we can just kind of fast forward when you are. Do you get? Mm, yeah, I can't think of anything we'd want to do or even talk about until we're relatively safe. So for the 20 minutes, half an hour or so, as you kind of walk back through the tunnels, being as quiet and stealthy as you can, make it there without much of an incident, not really even hearing too much. And you make it back the outskirts of the base. As you approach and kind of look around, uh, you do not see uh, Shemarat in Lander, yeah, both appear to be gone. Not sure where. Um, everyone else seems to be sleeping. Some of them are in sleeping bags or in small cots that have been scavenged. Did Shamarat and who aren't there? Ender. Oh, okay. I don't know about you guys, but uh, as far as it goes... Uh, seems we're relatively successful. Um, Mr. Cleavy and Mr. Clobber here 
they're aching to find some dwarven flesh. Same here. Are you suggesting a night out on the town, or...? <laughs> well, at this point, we don't have much of a night. Um, I would say it may be best for us to plan something. Uh, we know where some of the patrols tend to be. Um, the moment we kick this off, uh, there's going to be increased scrutiny. So whatever we do, we have to do it fast, silent, and as impactful as possible. I'm seriously thinking um, we hit one of their four or five man patrols, dwarf patrols, cut off their heads, put them on pikes, and leave them where they fall, and start sending messages to these bastards. Hmm. I like that. However, that doesn't really accomplish uh, much besides killing. Yeah, it doesn't help to get us any information on what could be more impactful. Well, I mean, we don't have to kill all of them. We can leave one or two, drag them back with us. But it doesn't leave here alive. Yeah, but it sounds like the message is, hey, there's a resistance. You should try to find us. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Um, start setting fire to uh, their portion of the city. Uh, I'm spitballing ideas here. Right. I want to kill something. I, I want Josh. I want to go talk to Lunave while they're landing. Okay, you 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 make your way over Liberté, and as you're kind of tiptoeing through everybody, this conversation is actually starting to wake up most of everybody. Most of them are kind of grumbling and trying to turn over and fall back asleep. All of the kids are kind of rushing up and poking. What you're seeing is their mom. Okay, I, I I guess I just think it's strange that the two of them aren't here this early in the morning. Okay, um, you you go over and Lunave is one of the ones who is kind of stirring awake and rubbing her claw against her face. Okay, um, excuse me. Uh, Lunave um, kind of is stirring, and she says. I'm, I'm glad to see that you all are back. Um, I, I, everyone made it, yes? Uh, yes, uh, we didn't have any problems, and um, we uh, we uh, managed to uh, find the, uh, the dragon wizards. That is wonderful news. And, and she kind of sits up and is a little bit more energetic now. Uh, what what, what what news did they share? And anything? Uh, they kind of just hid since this started, so they didn't have any information. It's at least good that they were alive. They've also taken some kind of oath that says they're not supposed to fight, so... We're working on that. Just, just point that out there. Uh, but do you know where Shamarat and Lander went? He kind of looks over to where two of them would usually sleep. Uh, did not wake me before they left. What what time is it? Before dawn. 
Normally, someone would go out around dawn, so perhaps they're off in for that? I would have known that, wouldn't I? Yes, you would have. Uh, Gothrak calls out, Oh! Sorry, we're busy night. Uh, they're probably out on morning patrol. It's fine. What are they doing on these patrols? They're tickling each other by the water's edge and having a nice picnic. What do you think they're doing? I don't know, and I'd like to know. It's like a really, really unproductive patrol, actually. What, would you, what information would you even get from that? Would you like to find out? We can go on a picnic. You and me. It'd be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I'll make Cobbler. Done. Cobbler being me punching you in the throat 15 times. That's the worst recipe I've ever heard. Well, don't worry. I'll add milk. So, so Gothrak, when we got here, doesn't seem that these patrols have accomplished much from a, a military standpoint. You know that they have patrols of four or five, but you don't know patterns, you don't know times. I mean, we know a decent amount of their patterns. What are you expecting here? It's not like I have a battalion here just ready and rearing to go. So are they just I mean, what are they scouting for? What are they looking for? We don't know what their goals are. Any okay. signs of uh, increased presence? Any type of, uh, I don't know, mass graves? Anything that, any type of information is useful at this point. There's literally no information that's not useful. Okay. What time okay. they take a shit in the morning? Still relatively useful, just pointing that out. Okay. Uh, Lady Lunave, you have a military history, yes? I do, yes. What What is your opinion uh, regarding the next steps? Uh, I was hopeful that over time a next step would present itself. And you all showed up yesterday, I thought that's what it meant. Uh, as far as the resistance itself, there hasn't really been something super clear. Uh, I have all so far approved of trying to get as much information as we could, but trolls have not yielded much. It's been several weeks. If we aren't going right. to find if we aren't going to find much by listening in the shadows, maybe it is time to try something different. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, is there anything here that your people need? There's food or anything like that? Not at the moment. Um, we've actually been able to um, break into a few old um, taverns and warehouses and make what we could, so we should be relatively okay for at least another week. We, we didn't break in, we liberated. Remember, it's not stealing if it's for the resistance. Okay, well at this point, I, I, I'm happy enough to go and kill something, I guess, uh, <laughs> as long as we have a goal. Yeah. Uh, but I would kind of like to hear from Shemart before we do something, just so that we don't accidentally cause a problem that isn't worth the gain. Right. We'd, we'd Whatever we do, we'd want to do it far enough away from here and far enough away from any entrances that could get us here. So as not to draw attention, you know, to the this safe area. 
You want to go back to the front of the city and build siege engines? I meant inside the city, but is are there any maps that we could, you know, mark where I'm assuming you come up from different entrances each time or are you using the same uh, sewer grate? We use different entrances, don't we, Josh? There, there, there are different entrances. However, for the most part, you have found that the one you used last night has been the easiest to slip out of without detection. Most of the others are uh, carry a lot more risk in terms of being out in the open. Like the one that you went through last night, it's kind of in the middle of like some buildings, so it's in, like down alleys. So it's you're not like popping up in the middle of a street. That's that's why it's become the favorite. There are other exits, of course. Um, I mean, it's a sewer, um, but the safest one is what we went out of. It's nestled, as opposed to the others, we'd be popping up in the middle of the street or right at the edge of an alley. Uh, it's not particularly wonderful to go, hey, look, whack-a-mole, why don't you hit us right here? Josh, I don't, I don't think any of us actively were looking around when we were above ground before, but did any of us passively percept any structures that gave any hint of usefulness? Fine usefulness. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. A likely, a likely place where there might be people hiding out, like you know, a, ho a hotel or something, you know, an inn or whatever, or a place with, where there might be weapons, uh, a blacksmith that doesn't look like it's been ransacked. Places where dwarves could be holed up, you know, there where they're staying, like a barracks or something. Potion, you know, herbalist. Keen guns lying around. Anything will do, really. In, in in terms of dwarves, um, you did overhear that one conversation the previous night when you were sneaking around. Um, you you get the idea based on what the the mages were doing that any dragonborn who have either successfully hidden themselves or have um, edged to the dwarves are either going to be not friendly to you or they're going to be very holed up and not easy to spot. Uh, in terms of shops, you you passed some on your previous on the on the night's journey. However, a number of the shops and Gothrek, you would know this, like um, bag of axes, and the the dwarves attacked were mostly you know like ransacked. ransacked. The doors and windows were busted. Um, the insides were just kind of pillaged. And I would I would say that um, based on info that that you and the rest of the resistance forces kind of gathered over the last couple weeks that you you get the sense that the dwarves are for the most part using resources of the city they're not like like trucking in food they're using what's already here and you also said that they're capturing ships that are foolish enough to dock capturing or um chewing away I mean, if you're going to take over a city, why would you destroy everything? Then you just have to rebuild it later. So, I mean, are they just kind of doing whatever they want? Or is this a staging area for something else they're going to do? I, I don't know. I 
as far as it goes, the the other patrol should be back around noon, a um, couple of hours. But it, listen here, the best thing we can do is we have two options. Option number one, we hit the head of the snake and star up a hornet's nest. And then when they put the next person in, we hit that guy. And then we hit the guy after him. And we just start winning our way down towards the lowest dwarf. Or we discover their hospitals, any places that they're sleeping. And we start going in, cutting throats, cutting feet off, and hanging them outside the door. Um, question. You keep mentioning the head of the snake. Who is the head of the snake? Do we know who's the head of the snake is? You do not. Uh... That had... That that has been a, a prized piece of information that you have been trying to find out for some time, but you that you have not you know captured a dwarf or anything. It has not been something that they have. We know he's in like the governor's mansion, though. We know he's. We don't know it's a he, and and we don't know True. if it's the mages. We don't know if the dwarves are a mercenary force or if it is another dwarf. Um, we don't know anything, and that's troubling pretty pretty normal right? it sounds like we have a piece of information we know we need to go get um well i think what Gothic said about uh capturing a few patrollers and questioning them i think that would probably be our one of our best bets or have someone i guess i guess during the day i don't know i don't know how it is during the day Have someone like I guess be invisible and just like walk around, scout out. Well, as far as it goes, um, uh, couple of you don't don't you have the ability to make yourselves look like different things? Yeah, if I remember this correctly. No. Yeah, I thought this is not that for crying out loud. Okay. Here's the thought. Yes, two of us can do that. Thank you. Best thing I can suggest, if you want to go all spy on spy, you send up two people that can make themselves turn to whatever they want, and you you walk around. We have... Listen. Any dragonborns are going to be noticed. Any... Even me. Uh, it's a pretty good possibility that after what I did in the tavern, um, they're on the lookout for a half-orc. So, I can do one thing for you, and I can do it well. I can kill people, and I can make statements. That's okay. that's all I've got for you. Alright, so let's let's just put, you know, all the ideas on the table. So, Alexander has the hat which allows him to disguise himself and he can continue to do that while Liberté can only do that on a limited basis. I can cast invisibility on myself but that only lasts for 10 minutes. I can cast darkness like I did last night. Again, that doesn't last. That's 10 minutes as well. 
I don't know if uh, I don't know if we know in the city if there are I don't know how you would refer this in the military soft targets um, you know what are you know things that the dwarves would protect in the city that well, we don't want to hit the things they protect them. hit the things well, they don't protect yeah i think well yeah I, i'm of the mind that yeah we we need to get information and i don't think we can get that i think alexander's really the only one that can get that but i mean the rest of us or as a group we can attempt to capture or, or, you know, get one patrol member. I don't think we, any one of us care what happened to the rest of them. Right. I think, I think we capture one. Well, um, if we're going to do something like that, we can't make it obvious. They know who's in patrols. So it might be a good idea to split up and hit two targets. We take out two patrols, and one of them disappears. Or we take one from each, so they don't really know what's going on. And then once we're done, once we're done with the questions, we, uh, well, we send them a present. I think there's wrapping paper around here somewhere. Mm, I don't think there's any need to do that. You don't want to send them presents? Uh, sending message, alerting them. Yeah, I think we need to stay quiet before we send a message. I mean, because if we snatch a dwarf off the street, it still sends a flare up. It still sends a lighted arrow straight into the sky saying ho ho, something's going on here. There's some shenanigans. Yeah, but you can assume there's shenanigans going on all around the city, right? I mean, they're probably dwarves doing all kinds of things they aren't supposed to, yeah, as long as we don't leave evidence. It doesn't have to be in there either. Yeah, a dwarf could have found something valuable and run away and didn't want to deal with the army anymore. Or uh, There could be any number of reasons. He got drunk and didn't show up for his, you know, patrol that day. I think they might start searching, but I don't know if they would assume shenanigans. By the way, just to point this out, it is still my most favorite orcish word, shenanigans. You know what the actual meaning of it is, right? Is it when you when you shenan a, seven, a second time, so you shenan again? Weirdly, uh, it is. <laughs> so, do you know Orcish? Uh, I've dabbled. <laughs> dabbled. Insight orcish. check. Insight check. What the hell does that mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, five. Yeah, he dabbled. <laughs> been around so gothrak <laughs> just starts swearing at him in orcish he, he is a, he swearing. is a bard <laughs> yep I've, I've heard that one um, <laughs> he, he is a bard after all so. jesus so what's are we going for the the i guess scouting or the uh, trolls killing the patrol well it's, i don't think we can scout in daylight so if we want to get something done, we could 
try to find a spot to get the upper hand on a patrol. I don't know if they have a way of signaling other patrols. I'm assuming, Gothrak, you might know that, whether you've seen them use whistles or bells or anything to attract the attention of another patrol, or there's been no need. You haven't encountered that? You haven't seen a patrol that's found something odd? He relays that. I I mean, we've been trying to stay out of trouble. There's been no reason for us to see them alert each other. I mean, we could... You know what we could do? Um, there's a couple of grates that we could head up. We could find an abandoned house. We could find somewhere that uh, wouldn't have too much damage. And set the bugger on fire. When the patrols start running that way, maybe they start signaling each other. Maybe we find out that way. Maybe we can grab a straggler from the other end of the city. Dania, you have... Um, wait a minute. Uh, Liberté, uh, don't you have... Don't you have magical fire shenanigans? Uh, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, as far as shooting something into the sky, a firebolt is probably the only thing that would work, but... It doesn't no, you're starting matter. a fire. No, I, I, you're starting a fire. Oh, I've I got the <laughs> I've got the bonfire, my friend. Oh. Well, I mean that works too. But it's gonna take a second for a bonfire to. Oh, is this a magical bonfire? Yeah. Oh uh, well. Create bonfire work, cantrip. Uh, actually, I have. What's a, a cantrip? <laughs> uh, Josh. Um, what I think that. Uh, humanoids in general would know common. Like what? I, obviously, I haven't heard them speak common at all. But would I have any level of degree of confidence in assuming that these dwarves might know common? You're fairly certain that at least some of them probably will. It is the common language for most. Um, but you get the sense that a majority or all of them are going to speak Orvin, and if they're among their kin, that's probably what they're going to speak. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking for two reasons. Number one, interrogating somebody. I mean, I'm sure Gothrak could do a good job, but having him be the only person, he's the only one who speaks Dwarvish. And then number two, in terms of the usefulness of the suggestion spell, they need to be able to speak my language in order for that to work. That is why I'm wondering. And as a, as a note, you guys have already discussed who can and cannot speak Dwarvish. Uh, the, yeah. the folks who would potentially be transforming themselves into dwarves, not. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Yep. Well, I mean, as far... Listen, we could go out back out tomorrow, uh, tonight. Um, in a couple of hours, the other patrol should be back. We can discuss this with them. Uh, whatever we do, we have to decide what we're going to do together. Uh, the best thing I can suggest, we set some shit on fire, see how they react, uh, and see if we can grab a stupid straggler. Or, 
we set something on fire, and the other uh, another unit heads up the way we did, and see if we can grab somebody far away from whatever shenanigans is created with the fire, which is probably the better idea. You really like fire, don't you? So I it uh burns things. Once per day, I can both disguise myself and turn myself invisible. Uh, so while it might be dangerous if I'm by myself setting a fire, uh, as long as I know my escape route, it shouldn't be too hard. Alright. Uh, as for, I guess, pulling someone away, uh, who's going to be doing that? I assumed it was everyone except me. Uh, then we would need a place to hide. Well, um, the other, the other thought is this. I go with Liberté, um, just in case he needs backup. Somebody going alone is a bad idea. The rest of you figure out a way to snatch some poor bugger off the street, uh, the other direction. I, I already led you guys, uh, so you know where you're going. Uh, I mean, it's up to you guys. Somebody should go with Liberté. I'm, nobody's going alone. That's absolute shite, and it's not happening. Hey, I can go with him. Uh, I can disguise myself as a dwarf, though. I've been told that my, my impression of a dwarf... Uh, I was doing a show once. I've been told it's kind of racist. Um... So other dwarves think, tend to love that to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I know, but not in like a covert like in, in a in a comedy sense and just if you're doing stand up or something doing a dwarf impression, you know. Do you have juggling balls? No, it's like, you know, dwarves walk like this and humans walk like this and whatever. Oh, like, yeah, that no, that's not gonna. Yeah, they they, no. they don't like that. So Well, I think are you two are the only one who cast invisibility on yourselves. I can't today. I mean, I when we prepare for something later and sleep, I can. Oh. I can cast invisibility on myself. Can you do that, Liberté? Yeah, once per day. Alright. Well, we have two people who can, I guess, go and set up the fire and leave without being seen. Well, I mean, that's fine. I can draw somebody to us with Dwarvish. I'm I'm fluent. I I was taught by the bastard who betrayed me. So my accent's not bad. It sounds like your normal dwarf. How many people do we want to bring to this fire? Because I'm pretty sure Alexander could also make like a red dragon illusion uh, to go oh, along with the fire if that were necessary. But wouldn't that give them an awareness that somebody with spellcasting ability is loose in the city? Yeah, they know it's an illusion. If not, then it's a freak dragon attack. Happens all the time. Oh. It's called Dragon Harbor. Hmm, exactly. Oh, maybe, you maybe think they'll leave? But how often... <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. If they get a shot off at it and they hit it, they're gonna know it's an illusion. Well... The other... Good point. But yep. the other thing, if the dwarves are 
not necessarily caring about certain things within the city, are they going to put the fire out or are they just going to let it spread? Again, not knowing their goals, we don't know what their reaction to that is going to be. Is it... So, it, Alexander, your illusion spell, it has to be a creature? Or could it be that a building is on fire? Oh. Have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Liberté. Um, you create an image of an object, a creature, or some other visible phenomenon. So I could technically make a fire. Size? Pretty Does big. Uh, 20 foot, uh, no larger than a 20 foot cube, so it's still pretty big. Two story building? Or for a dwarf, that could be a four-story building. Depends how they make the houses. Well, there, there is. We could do this another way. There's a patrol that heads across the safe exit, the one that we used earlier, around mid-morning. Uh, we could wait till tomorrow morning because it's past by this time. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, it's it's only like eight a.m. Like like you you guys got back. You guys got back to the base. Dawn. That's why everyone was waking up from your talking. Everyone was asleep. Like it's, okay. it's I didn't know very... what you meant by mid morning because mid morning is like eight or nine o'clock. Mid morning to me would would be like ten. Ah, okay. So it it is coming. I wanted to do something. We could get back over there uh, and attack the other patrol. We could try to take them all. Uh, any that run, we kill them and grab the bodies. Uh, does anybody have a way to clean up blood and viscera? Uh, not here. No, that's not a normal thing to have. I disagree. I Listen, there was a shaman in my village. Uh, he had a way to, to make stuff clean and make stuff dirty with just the, the swipe of his hand. Oh, well, I... I can do that. I can cast prestidigitation, but that is only small surfaces. I could be there hours. Because I've seen how messy you get, Gothrak. Well, I'm sure. Listen, no, that's 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 a little racist. No, well, there's not. actual empirical evidence for that. And headless people. There was only two headless people. Saying like it's fields of headless people. So that's where Jacques got it from. Yeah, honestly, it's a better ratio than when normally you're seeing. So like, on it, like, look, we judge at at this point, but I feel like since you left, we've done a lot of terrible things. So uh, like, not all of us. Like, I you really want to hear about this now. Wait, what? Yeah. You did what to a child? <laughs> Wait, I mean, which one? That's an which even one? longer story that we want to get into. Yes, Whoa. he tried to kill a Let's... kid, but anyway. Wait yeah, a minute, several. there were multiple children you tried to kill. No. Did you burn down an orphanage? Well, well, why are we talking about this? <laughs> I'm very confused right now, and I'm also slightly proud. Like, did the child have it coming, at least? 
I would say in this case, no. Oh, well, I'm not proud then. I mean, he tried to have your dad kill us, or his dad kill us. Oh no, then um, the little bastard deserved it. How do you know the kid? The kid's dad was a pirate captain. He knew what his dad was going to do. Oh yeah, no, no, that that one's fine. Oh that yeah, one's fair game. Oh, I for, almost for, killed for sure. that one. But um, no, I was, talk I was talking about Jacques abusing a child in in the city. But yeah, oh, you abused yeah. the child. I, I I did, I did technically try and stab a kid. But that's no big deal because it was the right thing to do in the given situation, and it I think you'd be not. proud of. It. It was it the pirate kid? <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's perfectly fine. In fact, you yeah. should have killed that little bastard. He'll probably come for I revenge. I missed. Oh. <laughs> I think Slippery we've gone off track here. Yes, <laughs> we have. All right, let's go burn down some buildings. Fantastic. Yeah, okay, so here, here's the plan. You guys go back to the grate. The patrol should come in the next hour. Uh, next hour, hour and a half. Okay, you guys get into position. See Wait, if you can grab I, that patrol. Didn't By it that take time, longer than that to walk there. And no, it only took a half an hour. We don't want to go out. We don't want to do this by the safe grate. Well, that's where the patrol's going to be. Okay, so we we should try to find someplace away from the safe grate because if that's the only one that's really safe, you need that to escape if something happens. So you want all of us to sneak around during the daytime? Well, they, he did say that there are other grates that are... That is true. They all lead back into the sewer. I'm saying, if, if we're going to do this, we have to do this... <sighs> this word is a curse word in my culture. It is not acceptable, and you should never say it. Non-violently. Hell yeah! But we beat the, the the absolute shite out of them. I'm okay with that. Yes. They're okay. Just and Gothrak walks over and stands right in front of Vesper. Just so you understand, when we're done questioning them, I'm going to fucking kill them. Why? Because they're the enemy, and the enemy dies. Always? 100% all the time? Yes. Given pass ratios, yes. Even in chess? Yes. Well, wait, what's chess? Is that a game where you stab the person when you lose? Yes, you, sh you stab them in the chest. Dragon chess is a thing that exists. <laughs> you wouldn't know what chess is. Would Gothrak know what chess is? He's also a half-orc. From the expanse. You don't have an intelligence of two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just, just saying. Play, you, you might not know. Ignore. You might not know how to play, but you probably know the game exists. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Yes, you know that chess exists. It's fine. <laughs> I was just going with it at that point. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, let's find a let's find a different grade to come out of. Wait, so we are we setting fire on something and then grabbing people at the safe grate, or are we going to try to really f ourselves and come up the the, the unsafe grates and see where life takes us? Uh, when is Shamarat supposed to be back? Uh, he'll be back. They'll be back around noon. Oh, like two hours. 
I mean, I'd be fine with doing it at the safe grade if he is fine with us doing it at the safe grade. And we could wait till tomorrow and check with them when they get back. I'm Listen, I'm fine with passing everything through and making sure everybody's agreed. That doesn't bother me because everybody's lives are at stake here. If we're going to put people's lives in danger, we do it as a unit. That way, when Alexander fucks up, it's on his head. I'm okay with that. So, now we wait. Yes, now we wait. Alright then. So we're just waiting until Shamrock gets back? Uh, yeah, Looks like it. I'm probably going to go talk to Luda. I think, because I think we generally have a plan, but we don't know which grade to do this at. Oh, just just as a note, you'll be missing the patrol that goes by around 10 -ish. I mean, I'm down yep. to just go capture some guy. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So here's how we do this. And Gothrak pulls uh, some copper coins out of his pocket because that's really all he has left all right uh heads uh we go smash some heads uh and tails uh we stay and wait for shamarat and the goof troop huh you don't want to do it that way seems like the only fair way to do it we uh, could flip vesper or <laughs> she I mean, lands on her face I was expecting the option that we were agreed on, Paul. Well, there's people that seem not fully agreed. I'm okay with violence. I'm okay with waiting. We can let the gods decide and flip a fucking coin. I mean, I could flip Charles if he lands on his feet, then... Um, Wait a minute, know. doesn't... Don't no, cats no, always no, land no, on their feet? Let, let, let me finish this thought. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gothrat looks at him I like the cut of your jib but no so has everybody agreed we let the gods decide and he hefts a coin in his hand I mean I don't mind I would just love it if we could decide on something so yeah alright All right, heads then. heads we go tails we wait so do I just roll a d2 with this, or what do I do here? <laughs> oh, you started this. <laughs> Whatever guy, and then just designate. You really should figure out which one's heads and tails before you roll, though. <laughs> yeah, just roll, just roll, a, just roll a d20. One to ten is um, tails. Eleven to twenty is heads. So Gothrak throws it up in the air. Natural twenty. <laughs> That means right. that you guys are supposed to go kill something. Alright, All right, we then. gotta go, we gotta go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's move then. Ta okay. uh, ta Taz, stop eating. Come on, come on, come on. Fuck, did you want to say something to Lunave before you left? Yeah, I will. Uh, uh my lady? Uh, yes. Uh we're going to be uh, chopping some heads. Uh, did you want to talk later? What? Yeah. Well then, I'll be back. 
Um, I, I shall stay here and make sure the camp remains safe. Does anybody have anything to keep somebody quiet? Would we need him to talk? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we've got rags back. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, where, where do we have, like, extra rags or blankets laying around? You can just grab some. Grathrak runs over to the nearest <laughs> bed. Ah, this would fucking do. And he rips a blanket off of it and starts ripping cloth strips. I'd appreciate it if that wasn't my blanket, but I guess I'll get another one. And one of the dragonborn kind of stalks off, looking at you angrily. You want to make something of it? Still making friends. Here, you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. And he tosses a copper coin on the bed. That's more than I've seen anyone ever get from him. Alright, we've got something to uh, shove in their mouths besides my fist. Uh, and of course, uh, stuff to... Wait, uh, do we have any manacles? Do you guys have any manacles? No, no we're not. What the hell are you traveling around without manacles for? Uh, is there any manacles that? here at the base? We don't take prisoners. Manacles? I would say no. Taz, you and I, I love you, buddy. Really, I do. All right, we'll just tie him up with this. Anybody got rope? I actually don't have rope. I used we, it. We have lots of rope. Yeah, we oh, got, fantastic. Uh, Jacques used to have two pairs of manacles. We tend to fall into pits, so we, we carry lots of rope. Uh, let's, but you don't take prison. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. All right. Yeah, that's something else. Don't worry about it. Uh, everyone go ahead and make a perception check as you're walking away. Okay. Hmm, I'm usually good at this, but... Mm. 16. 4. 16. 8. What in the hell? Multiples of 16. What is going on? <laughs> you mean multiples of 4. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's a 7. Vesper ruined it. Ah, ruined it. <laughs> Suck it. Um... As Alexander and Jacques, and Jacques, you very faintly from behind you catch um, the mutterings of, oh, thank God, they've left from several people <laughs> as you walk away. That's all right, I'm used to that. Yeah, Gothrex used to that too by now. Um, you make it back out into the main sewers. I assume we are going quietly. Shoot. Yeah. Oh. Don't worry, guys. I got this now. Totally yeah, we're good. Gonna do this again. Everybody make a stealth check. We walked all the way back just to go back there again. I will... I will cast, I will cast Guidance on the... Vesper. 16 again. I got a 17. I got an 8. With my plus 6. I got, an eight. I got a 16. Yeah, hey! <laughs> I feel so good. And you, you have Guidance, too. <laughs> From, uh, Roll that D4. Got a five. Nineteen total. What does it feel like to have the stealth of a normal character? Amazing! Wow, I didn't know what I was missing. You guys chose the right set of rolls to roll well on, too. Good. Not anything. 
All right, so over the, again, because you're going so slow, it takes you about 20 minutes to a half an hour to get back to, uh, I, I guess I, sh I should ask, are, are we going to the, we are going to the regular grate. Great. Yes. It does take you about a half an hour or so going stealthily and slowly. Um, you don't hear much of anything outside of dripping water, occasional splashing. Even though it is day, it seems to be too much of a difference than it was the previous night. You are able to get to a spot where you get to the spot where the grate is. And over the next minute or so, Gothrek is able to undo grate. Well, before we go up, I, I would we should reiterate what the plan is. And we know, we know where the patrol is coming. So uh, we set up an ambush. Um, Taz, you're able to do the darkness thing. Um, I, I know it's daytime. More than that. I could do a little bit more than that. Are you able to silence them or anything? No, but I can slow them and blind them. Don't worry, I can silence them. Here, but before we get too far into this, um, we'll move you to where you know you will pop out. Okay. Do we want to be outside the grate, or do we still want to be... You can be inside. I'm just putting you on the map so you can see where you will be. So if, if you move around, there's kind of like a, like a little courtyard area back here on this map. That's where you're appearing. You're appearing back near the trees. Where does the patrol come from? Um, the, the main road... Um, would, would it would go over here? It would go north south, and there's also a section that goes east west. So the patrol goes north south or east west. Both. It's two different patrols. Uh, no, sorry. Um, you, you've seen patrols go both ways. Okay, so we don't know until it's the same patrol, but it would take a turn. You won't know exactly um, which way it's going, if it's right, left, or north, south. You know that one will come by this lo specific location around morning. Oh, so they, they, they could be like here and go this way, or they could be up here and come down here. You, you're not sure. You know they will be in this general area. Huh. Okay. It's, it's not regular time is but the direction is we decided we're not doing the fire thing uh it doesn't seem to be right now no no because well, it's just gonna call other people we don't want other people to show up we want this yeah. one one group well you could not set a building on fire you could set a bonfire to draw them into a particular direction well, I'm here. I can just start shouting in Dwarvish that I'm wounded from back here. And we could <laughs> legitimately pop out and clobber their stomper. Oh, that's not a bad idea. 
Thank you. Well, that, I think that's too many dead bodies and blood near the grate, and that's going to bring an investigation down into the sewers. I think we need to do it away from the grate so that there's no reason for them. What about the alley on the other end? There's an alley over there. Yeah, we could do it from here. We could do it from here if the patrol is coming, you know, from here down. Uh, south is the direction where you guys headed towards Dragon Maid. So they would probably be coming from down here. Something like this. Possible. That's their east. That's their east to west patrol. But then they have the north south patrol. Um, and then to give you more like city context, um, down here in the south, um, this part of the road heads back towards the main square. So it it kind of straightens out and goes off towards the main square. And the farther you get away from that main square, you're getting away from like shops and stores and more into homes, residential area. Okay. So we're residential right now, or we shop? The most part, yes. Like every now and then, you'll see like one standalone building that's a shop. But for the most part, you're surrounded by by houses. Do we hear anything in any of these houses right now? We should check these houses out. And make a perception check. Reminder, you're still in the grate. Well, uh, why don't we pop out and re uh, reconnoiter the area? So Do you leave, guys? Leave, put the grate back in, but not the screws. Well, okay, yeah. We need to do this quickly. I'm just yeah. saying, just trying to be careful. But at some point, we're going to throw careful to the wind and start smashing people. Yeah, but I prefer not to die of stupidity. I mean, I'd prefer not to die, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. All right, so let's let's do that. Let's pop the grate. Let's get out, put the grate back in, and let's look for the best spot to ambush them from. You know, if we do bring them over here, wouldn't it be... Is it to hide the bodies and pull them to the grate? And besides the blood, I could, I could wash it away with my uh, crate or destroy water. I can make it rain. You can make it rain. Uh, well, just uh, create. How much water does that create? Because it's going to take a little bit to wash away the blood. Uh, ten gallons of water. Oh, shit, that might actually work. I can make it rain at 30 foot uh, cube. Heavy rain? Uh, it says, uh, I don't care, it says uh, waterfalls as a rain. Uh, it doesn't say heavy rain, it says rain. Can you pop the spell into chat, Jock? Uh, I didn't yeah. even know it did that. I, that's kind of Yeah, cool. it doesn't have to be in a container, it could be, uh, make it rain. Uh, let's see. How long does the spell last for? Uh, how do I make it show up? Uh, You'd be able to just click on it. I'll just click on it? Oh yeah, that's true. There's no like... 
And the alternatively, the water falls as rated a thirty foot cube with its range. So it's just it. It sounds like a downpour really fast. Yeah. Thirty foot cube pouring down ten gallons of water quickly. We are in the great, so all the blood should flow down there. We we all float down here. All right, let's get up there and take a look at it. So higher levels, it can increase the amount of gallons as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you pop it, if you pop it huge, you could very well wash away the blood. All right, look at us thinking. Yeah, so we could, so we could, we could lure them towards the gate, and then like once we kill them or capture one of them, we can pull the bodies down and then wash away all the blood. All right. So the plan is, we draw them here to the grate. Somebody pops the silence, uh, keeps them quiet, and then we drag them down as quick as possible and wash it away. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. So seems like a plan. To drag them here. Would that well, be no. Liberté maybe popping a, a bonfire out there and having them come to investigate what as they're passing by? Or are you going to go with noise? Yeah, is there like a, a barrel or something we can start a fire inside of? Looking around for a couple minutes, you, you can find some, you know, some like garbage or like just empty crates and boxes around you in some place. My thought being that the dwarves are going to know that there's got to be dragonborn still free someplace in the city. And somebody starting a fire in a barrel is a little more innocuous than, um, oh, they must have gone down the grate, you know. At this, at this point, it's like 830, right? Like an hour, yeah. You 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 have time. Do whatever you want. I'm I'm not gonna like spring them on you before you guys are ready. You can have enough time. You can have as much. Time. Well, my Gothrak uh, looks over at Alexander. What if I I do speak dwarvish? Could that could your hat thing make me look like a dwarf, and I could be a dwarf in uh, trouble laying back here? It'd probably be a very big dwarf. There's big yeah, dwarves. It it doesn't well. Not that big. Um. Oh, that's not what she said. Well, yeah, well, creates the we'll illusion. It just it creates the illusion of a dwarf. But if they poke over the dwarf's head, they'd hit Gothrak in the chest. Well, I mean that's perfect. That brings them to me, and then you guys pop goes the weasel. He put. Uh, he points back here. A couple of you could hide back here. A couple of you could hide right here. I'll make the noises over this way, so they come over this way. And then when I get them into the kill zone, uh, whoever it is can make it silent. Pops it, and Bob's your uncle. Away we go. We need to hit them with the most powerful things as quickly as possible. We have to drop them and drop them fast. And we have to prevent them from getting out of the 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 the, the silent zone. Works for me.
As long as I'm not within the silence, I can toss a fireball into the silence at them. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. I I've no problem with you doing that right on me. I mean, as long as it's a bright day and it's cast at ground level, I don't think that... I mean, would people see it? I mean, it would be a silent flash in the middle of nowhere. Silent, yes. Uh, it would depend on, like, where other people are if they saw the flash. However, I would say, Liberté, that looking at it, it does not appear, appear that there is a 20-foot sphere not set this adjacent buildings on fire. Right. Yeah, I was looking at the sphere, like, radius and my hunger of Hadar to... Hunger would make more sense. Drop silence, drop hunger. And as they come out, or they try to come out, we all set up positions around them and I'll be inside. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, it's a good as plan as any. Yes. Uh, how long does it take to use that hat of yours, Alexander? Question. I think you have to attune to it, so I think that's kind of out of the question. Do we have a short rest worth of time before the patrol hits? Based, based on the talk this morning and getting here, I would say that I don't know for sure. This part, I will say that you don't know for sure. It would be close. Could try right. it, and you 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 could try it, and if you succeed, yes, you would be attuned. If you try it and they come before, neither you or Alexander would have the ability of the hat. Right. It's fine though. So we put Alexander out looking like a dwarf, and Gothrak yells from not where he is, and he gets hit by every spell that we throw at him. I'm fine. Yeah, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make, to be honest. You know, um, you know, you this could is... look, you could, you could just look like you're bleeding on the ground, half dead. Do you want me to bleed, or you want Alexander to bleed? I'm okay with Alexander bleeding. Uh, yes. Is Alexander okay with bleeding, though? I don't think you'd have a choice. I mean, well. Not actually bleeding would be preferable, but hey, if it's just... Well, does your sure, hat make it look like you're bleeding? It can make it look like anything, yeah. really. Oh, that's beautiful! Turn into a dwarf that's bleeding profusely, and I'm gonna punch the living daylights out of you while shouting in dwarfish. Not actually hitting you, of course. Oh, perfect. Alright. Perfect. So then... Right. Wait, <laughs> so then I'm... As they're running towards you, then I cast the spell where it's trapping them so or where it's mostly behind them and it forces them our way because 20 yes. foot sphere, sphere is pretty huge jesus <laughs> yeah Whoa. <something> went... <laughs> that's pretty huge well so is, uh, uh... <laughs> drop it behind them and then yeah, we want them to be in this area with us. Alright, so if they're coming down, I'll drop it so they can't go backwards. Uh, I want you guys to know that my silence is the same 
range. Well, that would be good. We need to drop it on them. Can you cast? Can you cast the silence on something they're wearing? So if they're moving, uh, does it work with a? No, it works in our campaign in an item, but <laughs> I know that. But I'm not sure. Here on a know. point you choose within range. Yeah, a point. Yeah, I don't think not... silence works works that way. Nope, you can't yeah. cast it on a person or an object. It has to be a certain area. It's a point in space. Yeah, just like Hunker of Dar is. Well, they're not going to be able to see where it is, though, either. So as long as you put it where they're most likely to go, they won't run out of it. I'm fine with that, then. The hunger, whatever it is, blinds them. The the silence silences them. And only thing is, we can't get into the hunger. So if I throw a fireball into the hunger, nobody can see it. Nobody can hear it. Correct. It, it's going to torch the buildings, too. But... Yeah, correct. It, it would not be seen or heard because they have the same radius. However, it would still set the adjacent buildings up. No, we could drop the water there. at the same time. Uh, <laughs> like right uh, after. I could, or... Hmm, I don't know. You wouldn't be like, able to do both silence and water at the same time, in the same turn. Oh, yeah. Yes, I could. Alright, then, uh... Oh, yeah, the create and destroy water isn't concentration. No, it's not, so... Right, it's a separate turn. He can keep up the silence. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's too bad, buddy. That's, that's real sad. It's true, though. <laughs> Would the fire keep burning within Hunger of Hadar, considering it's cold in there? Uh, yeah, that, it's technically, it's like a vacuumous... Yeah, oh. Let me, me reread hunger. Oh, the technical aspect of killing people. I love it. I've also gone this whole campaign and never actually been able to cast this spell, so it would be wonderful if Fireball. I could do that without getting us killed. Oh, really? You never cast it? Oh, I've, I've never used it. I mean, we were on the pirate ship, so I didn't oh, want to burn right. our ship down. Oh, man, that's right. I remember that. You know what? Uh, Hunger of Hadar says that it creates a warp in the fabric of space. Which means that it is not technically on the same plane. <laughs> so I'm throwing a fireball into a portal. My... My next question is, would the hunger of Hadar affect the house? Because, because if you're dropping a, a change in the fabric of space, is it like a portal where it appears and then goes away? Yep. Yeah, that's normal. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, so, so actually, you know what? 
I would say yes. I would say if you cast the fireball, it would not be able to go past the hunger of Hadar because it is the exact range of your fireball and it is in a different so it's basically going space. going to be the end of Avengers 1. Kind of, yes. <laughs> I, I never seen it. What? Interesting. Uh, all right. All right then, I'll get into position. I'll be over here. Um so we're going to cast far. the hunger here, right? Ah, too far. Am I too far? Yeah. Well, so Liberté uh, Liberté, you're going to want to hide somewhere right around there. Uh, and Gothrak starts pointing. Uh, Jacques, that's not a bad position. As long as they come down this way. But if they're going north to south... They're still going to come down this alley. No, but oh. if they're up here, moving north to south, they would have looked across and saw Jacques. Oh, right, right, right. Now he's fine. Now he's fine. All right, uh, Alexander. Where do you want me? On, like everything is broken. Hold on. Roll twenty is. I can't even move my character right now. There we go. Hold on. Okay. Instead of using my thing, I'll I'll draw you a shape. That'll make it easy. Um. Oh, I could have drawn a shape. I was just using tools. Right, uh, Alexander, come here, come here, come here. And Gothrak stealthily walks over. They, we do want to listen to the houses around us. Is there any shenanigans, people? Everybody, listen around us. Everybody, listen around us. Is that like a perception check, or are we just going to say we listened? Perception guess, checks, I'm assuming. I guess that makes sense, too. Okay. Um, uh, Jacques, li listening as close as you can from your uh, hiding space, uh, you don't hear anything that seems super out of the ordinary. Um... There is, you know, like, um, city sounds, so you do hear moving and animals and normal things that you would expect to hear in a city, but, um, you don't hear necessarily anything nearby. Uh, I think it might be a while until somebody shows up. Josh, can you move the circle five feet or one? Yeah, one grid space to the west. Yeah, I'm I'm working on something else. Oh, just sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I was just getting it on the grid so you guys could at first see how big it was. Uh, mm -hmm. No. Right. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't roll my perception, so I rolled an eighteen. So I'm right behind Josh. Huh. I, the idea, I would say, hunger stays up for two turns. Fireball goes out after hunger. Silence goes on same time hunger does. 
hunger goes down after two turns, silence stays up, and we see what they're... how they look. What if they're dead? What if they're all dead? The... We fail. I mean, and we win. We win, you know? Wait, uh, Jax. Uh, Jax, uh, are you able to speak to the dead? Uh, no. One oh, of them shit. will... will... One of them will find a way to run out of it. We don't have to worry about this. Uh, do you guys want me to move the circle anymore? Also, Gothrak, I sent you a message. Uh-oh. Yeah, I will have to uh, prepare for that spell. You can do that. I can, but I don't. I do not have it prepared. All right. Well, if one dies, then. We've got a, an option. Everybody stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing now. Gothrak's gonna uh, move up quietly to the corner and check from the south. Uh, I met over here, by the way. That is not the... That is, yep, that is the south. Uh, you get to about, yeah, you get to about there, Gothrek, and peek around the corner. And unbeknownst to all of you, Gothrek, you do see birds standing there. The whole time. Liberté, you have been in sight of them for probably a couple of minutes. They have not moved. Gothrak motions Liberté back a little bit. <laughs> Nonchalantly? You guys said you were going to look around, and then you never did. Yep. Yep, yep. that's fair, Scott. <laughs> so, we were, we were all whispering and talking in low tones. It doesn't seem like they heard us. I whisper to Gothrak, should I cast it over top of them? Does that mean we didn't see them when we came through before, or they weren't there when we came through before? Weren't there. New guards. Oh, uh, well, we could do this the other way. Well, it's still best have it over here so that clean uh, the blood Jax. and the blood. Is... Jax, get your silence ready. Yes. Alexander, Alexander, come here, come here. Okay, okay, okay. Liberté, move up this way a little bit. Vesper, uh, do you have anything ranged, or are you all uh, in your face? Uh, I'm mostly in the face, but, like, I have a short bow. Uh, are you good with it? I'm better with my sword. Well, get the fuck over here. Okay. I have range. All right, Taz, those of you with range, set up over there. I'm going to start calling out in Dwarvish. When they come round the corner... Drop silence. We shamalama their ding dong. If if only one comes and the other starts running to report, what do we do? Well, we both we hope they both fucking come. <laughs> Alright, so I have the longest range, so if the one closer starts coming and the other one Stand still, we do nothing to the other one. 
if, if he starts moving, then we do something. Okay, wait, guys, before we start anything, uh, give, give it a few minutes. I heard, I heard, do you guys hear marching? I hear marching. Do we hear marching? Jesus Christ. As you close your eyes and everybody listens as hard as you can, you do hear marching coming from south of you. Threk, you peek around the corner. Those two that you saw before have not moved. They appear to be standing patrol on the that set of stairs. The two that you saw were not part of your patrol. Is there a building, or is this just stairs and then it's more street? Street. Like, okay. Hey, it could be the staircase to so many things. Like, don't disrespect the staircase. Come on. Kill, kill the guy, but don't disrespect his job. I heard a lot of marching. And it's coming from somewhere down here. Coming from this direction. South. Marching like a thousand people or five? No, like four or five. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gothrak looks over at ta uh, Taz and waves his hand to go to the corner. <clears throat> so we can look. And Gothrak swipes his hand across the across his throat, indicating shut it a fuck it a upper. <laughs> the marching is getting closer. Can I, I guess I'll do a perception check to see if I can see anything down this alley. Which alley, sorry? Where, through the, this one, sorry. Okay. Um... Go ahead and make a perception check. 19. Ooh. Okay. Be shocked, that's how it's done. <laughs> As you hear the marching getting closer to you, you do not see any dwarves come into sight. Eight, you still don't see any. Getting closer. I think we're waiting. Yeah. I will give one person a perception check. Wants to make it. Uh, I don't know to make one. Shock heard the marching. Go ahead and make a perception check. All right. Uh, natural twenty. Oh, oh nice. Oh, that'll. <laughs> That was well timed. <laughs> um, Jacques, you very, very precisely are determined to figure out which direction they're coming. And at the last moment, you figure out that they started probably down here, down on this street, are headed. You can't even see where I'm pinging, can you? No, I cannot. Nope. Um, we cannot. You, you got the idea that, that they are down, that they started down here. And as they are moving, you get the sense that they are moving up here. Oh. They are getting very close. Up, up, up. Back in the crate. Back oh, in the crate. Back, back in the crate. Back up, back up. Get that cut out of here. I'm going to have everybody for the last... Take scramble. Go ahead and make a stealth check to try to be quiet. Mm 
14. I did it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, all, all this, you don't necessarily have to use it now, but I forgot to remind you at the start. Uh, yep. I'm, do you have the party inspiration, Gothrak? I'm watching. <laughs> Whoa, my cat got 22. 17. That's six. Uh, uh, reroll that six. I will uh, guidance myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that would be your action, Jacques, so you wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. 22. <laughs> Me and the cat are right. fine. <gasps> oh, 15. Look at the bed. I'm happy. All right. You guys are fairly stealthy. Um, so, um, based on where you are, I would say that Alexander and, and Vesper are really the only ones at, at a very tight angle who can just barely see the beginnings of Dwarf Patrol walking in this direction. I understand that. Just keep quiet. Wait, are they coming to the green? Oh, they're they're going north, right? Yep. Yeah. North. Still marching. I know. Where's the distraction? You no, know? we're not doing. Gothrek shakes his head. No, 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 no. There's too many of them. Two unknown variables. So oh, we're so doing we're the ones doing that are standing it. in patrol. Mm-hmm. Standing guard. Standing guard. Sorry. Patrol. All moves. Keeps going. Pass. Yeah. All right, we wait two minutes and then we head back up. Back up where? To go get shit brains and his cousin Dumpy. He thinks we're down the grate, but we're not. Yeah. We're we are down the grate. You, you... Oh, you guys are, like, hiding in between all the buildings right yeah. now. There was not nearly enough time for you guys to get into the grate. <laughs> I like it when I figure out both sides of an in a misunderstanding. <laughs> We're all posing as trees. Yes. At least Gothrak is green. <laughs> That's why those stealth checks were very important. <laughs> of minutes have, have passed since the patrol you don't really hear anything um i would say that you do hear you know every now and then faint muttering coming from the other side of this house most of you don't understand it but athrak you get like uh, stupid weather today <laughs> all right gothrak looks at everybody all right let's uh let's catch dumpy and his his brother stumpy <clears throat> does it make sense to try to get them to leave the stairs uh, hell yeah, we bring him back here. We shamalama their ding-dong. Since it's not a patrol and it's two guys standing there, if you call for help, one of them might run off instead of coming. So, does it make more sense to, like, have one of us go invisible and walk closer to the street and, like, break glass or something? See if they come and look to see what that was? Doesn't that drop the invisibility? Yeah. Um... Because it's you're taking action. Oh, I, I, I mean, what I'm thinking, I mean, because if, if you go over here. Well, I'm not going to call for help. Although we could make a, a sound over here. Wait, Alexander, how loud can that cat meow? Well, I could cast Minor Illusion at 30 feet. Oh, to make a it. sound. All right. Uh, 
Vesper, yes. how fast can you move? Uh, pretty fast, I think. Nothing came up. Why? Because I oh, think oh. you and I sneak around on the other end of them. Okay. Uh, make your make your sound and stuff, and get them into this alley. Yeah, get them over here. When they move this way, Vesper and I cut them off. We drop the silence and send them a present. Does that make sense to everyone else? Well, yeah. I'm just gonna stand here and cast silence. Alright, uh, so Gothrak's gonna head over to this corner and look at, uh, Liberté. You ready with your illusion? Alright, just gonna be breaking glass, right? Yeah, just break glass. I'm gonna start muttering like I'm a drunken dwarf. Okay, you're saying- so, I can cast it right, uh... I can't ping. What the hell? There we go. I can ping right here. From where okay. I am. Or they might... Will they run to the north right where we are? I guess that's what we want. Yeah. I think... Yeah, well... I think, I think. Okay, fine. Just... Okay. Am I good to go? Uh, hold on, hold on. Vesper, over here. Everybody okay. else set up so you can see this area. And Gothrak points to where he's at. I'm just gonna show them as soon as they come around this corner. It, I'm gonna go... guess... down to here, just in case... They, one of them starts like breaking away. Now That's or after they move? After they move. If they move. <laughs> right. So Gothrak in Dwarvish is. Uh, he looks over at Liberté and signals him. And he's going to slam into the side of the building and start cursing in Dwarvish. Fucking Dragonborn, I swear to fucking... I hate all these Dragonborn. Breaking windows. They're no fucking use at all. And he's doing it moderately loudly. Okay, and you're doing it with uh, breaking glass, Libertang? Did I make the sound before he starts talking, but yes. Yeah. Alright, um, go ahead and make a performance check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> he just starts kicking the wall to make it sound like a, he's kicking a body. Uh, that's a two and a three. I love this game. Um, so the the you just start like kind of wailing like a like a a, a terrible two, interim, crying and whining. Um, you're not sure because you're yelling, so you no one's really sure what's going on. I have my my glaive out, and I'm watching. I'm watching for them to hit the corner. Three seconds goes by. A minute later, you see. Your step out to about there. He turns and looks at him, and in Dwarvish says, Oh, I think this is a silent day. Hoping 
fucking Jacques heard me. <laughs> I'll cast silent then. Okay, uh, Jacques. Jacques cast silence. So that that reaction. Is there any other reactions that people were holding? I do have a reaction because he entered my combat range because polearm master. I wouldn't have had anything prepped because I didn't know how long it was going to take for him to get there and wouldn't want to lose a spell slot. I was just gonna peek around the corner to see what the other what the other guard did, so I guess that would be a held perception check. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. I'll say that you were watching the entire time, Taz, after the the, bra- the breaking glass. Okay, so after the breaking glass, you saw the two of them kind of converse back and forth very quickly, and then one of them started walking in the direction of the sound while the other one took up a center position on the stairs. Um, Jacques, you release silence. Uh, Gothrek, go ahead and roll your attack. All right, here comes Mr. Cleavy. And after this attack, we will roll initiative. Ah, 13. Mr. Cleavy. Uh, yes, that misses. So instinctively, you... As soon as the silent silence hits, all sound goes away for everybody in that circle. And it's more on sight and instinct that the dwarf just ducks. And you're trying to hit, you know, for his face. For a regular person would be about, you know, the stomach. So even if you even if he ducks, you're still going to hit him. But with the dwarf, not so much. He ducks out of the way and it it's into the side of the building, creating a dent. But there's no sound. And the dwarf kind of looks shocked. Looks around both at you and Vesper. And we're going to take a quick break and roll initiative when we come back. Jumping back into the game, you all have just sprung your trap on the dwarf. Gothrak has attempted to attack and missed. Let's go ahead and roll initiative, folks. Got a six. 17. Uh, oh, come Natural 20, baby. Oh. Are you? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Oh I was like, God. it's going to roll 20. This is about to go poorly. What's the saying? All the You're best laid plans. <laughs> yeah. Never survive contact with the enemy. Just took us an hour and 45 minutes, but whatever. <laughs> I know, I'm I'm laughing at that really hard now. Alright. Well at least it's two guys instead of five. Yeah, for now. The dwarf's turn. He immediately turns and runs out of the silence. God damn it! Oh, reaction. Oh, I don't get that. What? He's got polar master, so his ten foot opportunity attack. Technically, I will say that your reaction has not come back yet because it was not been your turn. You used it when oh, you okay. entered combat. Alrighty. Because, like, you just swung. Combat starts, he turns and ran. You won't be able to swing again. Wait, did... Hold on. Jax, or, uh... Jax, you didn't move the silence? Like, we... What? Or, Jock, you didn't move the silence at all? Uh, I can't touch it. Oh, did, uh, did you want to move the silence? Yeah, we were talking about moving it over and, and uh, a little bit. 
Okay, so where did you want to move it? Conveniently cover what he is now. Keeping in mind wherever he would move it, I would be standing five feet to the left of that. I believe it was like, uh... So if he moved it, I wouldn't have been standing Cause where he I said, was. Because I think you said it was to the left, more right here. Yeah, more to the left and... Yeah, basically over. Ten feet over. Oh. Going? Right there? Yeah, something like that. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything per se. But yeah, un unfortunately, he is still able to out. Well, Josh, I wouldn't have been standing in it though. If I'm one box over, am I technically out of it? That's fine. You you would have been able to get to a spot where you would have been out of it pre-combat. Yeah. You can you can move yourself if you want. That's fine. So that's out of it though, right? That's less than half my token. Sure, that's fine. Okay. Alexander, you can back up too if you wanted. That's. Oh no. Alexander jumps on top of Jacques. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I knew it. <sighs> I knew it. He has five more feet of movement, so he is going to go over here. Uh, and he is going to shout to his friend, There's a group! A group of ruffians! Which, uh, only Gothrak, you are the only one that understands, as he shouts in dwarf. No, he's in silence, so he can yep. hear it. Actually, I yeah, cannot hear it. I, I will say but that... But Taz uh, can hear other, it. Uh, and I Taz, Alexander, Jacques, it. and Liberté hear the dwarf yelling. Which, so soon after your plan starts, you figure something has gone terribly wrong. I was ready for this. Um, the dwarf is going to... Okay, he's going to do that. Um, this one is going to turn... And start moving this way. Question. Um, what? You're on the wrong layer. No, I'm. I haven't moved it yet. What, what's up, Lou? Yeah. Um, the dwarf was right here. Did he see us? Uh, he would not have seen. The only people he would have seen would have been Vesper and Gothrak. Oh. Okay. That's good. I. I I, I guess it wouldn't have been there's a group, it would have been there's a couple of people. A couple of ruffians. A couple of ruffians. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, yeah, so this dwarf is going to run. That's his movement. That's his action to dash. Liberté. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it only it only makes sense. Can I see Gothrak and Vesper from here? Um, sure. Okay. Uh, then I will twin haste on them. <laughs> Gothrak and Vesper, you feel a surge of energy into your veins. Uh, and then bonus action, I'm going to activate my boots. And with 60 feet, I can run around the house and get to over here. Uh, I was measuring with it hidden because I forgot I had that on. No worries. So, 30, 30. No worries. I, I trust you. 
Yep. So, yep, that's my turn. All right. A Vesper. Oh. That familiar surge of energy. Uh, I'll turn the goth back and be like, make hand motions. And Gothrak just points at his throat and rips a finger across it, looking super excited. I shake my head. Okay. And then I will... Oh god. Which way do I go? I guess I go after him. It says 25, but I don't believe That's that. That's not a diagonal. Yeah, I don't counts. believe that. It's 40. It would be... Uh, 35 or 40. Okay, and I'm hasted, so I have more movement. Your you speed double is double. Yeah, your speed is 60. Technically, you could get to both of them. Oh. Well, I'm just going to go after him because he's the first one. I see. Right? Am I still in silence? Uh, you are. Uh, as you... Uh, sprint up the alleyway, Vesper. Uh, you come up and you see him, and he's actually holding his war hammer, ready to strike out at you. And he swings out as you come into his range. Oh, oh shit! Except I don't actually say that. You have plus two to AC. Yes. He ah. fucking misses. <laughs> the the silence threw him off, and he just completely misses. He doesn't he doesn't hear you coming. He can only see you, so he times it wrong. Okay, I just like I don't do anything because I'm silent and I'll hit. So, sorry, I, I think I misunderstood that. Are are you attacking or not attacking? I'm attacking because that's our, our plan's going to shit right now. Okay, <laughs> you can go ahead and make your attacks. You have three of them. I have three attacks. You do. That's a ten. That misses. So also the silence is throwing you off. You're not as close as you thought. You just swing and miss. What is going on? 16. 16 barely hits. Uh, one more. 21. Yeah, both of those hit. I'll smite on that last one. Ooh, okay. So you, you swing out with your sword, miss the first time, but on your backswing, you are able to cut across his arm. Gah! And you slice down with a burst of radiant energy. Oof. He does uh, give out a... Gah! On the second one. Go ahead and roll 2d8. Okay. Is he undead? Four. No, he's not. Just checking. <laughs> no. This isn't Whitestone. Yeah. Alright, so, so that's yeah. garbage. Uh, 12, okay, so that's a total of 21 points of damage. Right? He's hurt. Anything else, Vesper? Uh, nope, that's all. Doc. Alright, I will... Saunter over here. 30 feet. And I will move my silence uh, in the center of the road. I don't think you can move silence. 
Oh, I can't? Okay, then I'll recast it then. Double check, but I'm fairly certain you cannot move silence. No, this is not safe. This is safe, but like... If it doesn't say you can move it, then you can't. Okay, and now, uh... Oh, just let me... So you basically would drop the other silence and then cast the other one. Yes. Okay. So you could put it, like... Air. <laughs> uh, yeah, that works. Put it where you want. I just moved it so you could, like, have a visual. So if you want to move it, tell me how many squares up or to the side. Uh... Or down or whatever. Down... Uh, down two squares. There you go. Cover the whole street. And, uh... Bonus action. I can't do my, do my bonus action. Yep, especially it. That's all I can do. Alright, Othrak, the, the sounds of life around you suddenly come back. The silent spell disappears. It's your turn. Gothrak looks at Jack. He's like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I feel fast. And he just zooms past um, Jock and Vesper, past uh, Dinky Poe here. And as he's running past, as he Naruto runs past him, he's going to take a strike with Mr. Cleavy on his way past. Okay, are you trying to go through the bushes or just beside Vesper? Uh, stopping right here. There's a space between the bushes. I'm going to go through there. Is that difficult terrain or something? Roll for Rose Thorns. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not difficult terrain. It's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, so first he's going to rage. Not that you can hear him rage. He just looks even angrier than he did before. Well, it's quite disturbing when there's no sound. I, I was supposed to believe your rage was verbal, but, um... And he is going to <laughs> Reckless as he runs past. So, here hopefully comes the boom. One strike with Mr. Cleavy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's gonna one and yeah. two, I love it. Yeah, uh, he's gonna miss, and he's gonna look at the dwarf middle finger him and just keep on running past over to this guy how much movement do you have 60 jesus <laughs> oh hasted he's orc is a terrifying man. orc he was uh, he was five feet closer than that anyway yeah he, he, he... If Vesper could get there, he could get there. It it wasn't a uh, an issue of distance. Uh, would he get an opportunity attack then? Um, the would. dwarf already used his reaction to attack Vesper when she approached. Yes, oh, fantastic. Awesome. All right, so three reckless attacks on Spartacus down here. So two strikes with Mister Cleavy, and one strike with Mister Clobber. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> so 22 points of damage for the first one. 
19 to hit on the second one, nine points of damage, and then Mr. Clobber, an additional 10 points of damage. Okay, where where's your, your fourth attack coming from? Uh, Polearm Master. Mother, never mind. I used my bonus action. So, I forgot about that for a second. Um, but I do have Savage Attacker, so I can roll another d10 for the critical. Go, go ahead, roll it. I forgot I used my bonus action, my bad. So an additional two. So that's 11 uh, plus 22, so 32. Three, I think. Um, I think that's right. 22, 24, 26, 33. Yep, 33 points of damage. Yeah, that's 33. You put a real hurting into that guy. <laughs> he is not looking happy. All right. That is, that's my turn. Right. Alexander. Uh, to, to keep up on the epic turns, I'm going to have my cat that was with me, and then I'm going to move 30 feet. <laughs> oh, why does it split them up like that? Um, <laughs> I'm just in the building. Um, foreshadowing. How many is that? That's... So then down here, 30, right? But I won't stand on top of Jacques because we did that before and it makes it hard. Aren't you so, like right yeah. in front of me? You could be right in front of Jacques. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel like he needs this space more. And that's it because, like, it's all pretty far away. Go you could probably see the dwarf if you're down here, though. Uh, actually, I'll check the range, because I kind of just, like, forgot about every spell, because I'm like, eh, yeah, I'd be in silence, and everything I do is verbal. Um, let's have a look at this one in particular. Uh, no. Well, what happened to just, like, uh, just attacking with your sword? Because... Because I can't reach him! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Don't we true. throw it? And you, you, can't cast <laughs> vicious, you can't cast Vicious Mockery, either. Okay, fine. I'll come here. And... Uh, as far as whole person goes, would I be able to see this dwarf here. It's a little narrow. Uh, I, I would say the Vesper's not in front of you directly, like, in, directly in front of him, so I would say that you would be able to see him yet. Yeah, screw it. We'll go hold person then. Okay. Wisdom save, right? Checking now is the list for all those playing at home. Um, uh, wisdom save, yeah. Uh, what's... That's a fail. Hey, we oh, can't yes. Real shame. Oh. Lock him up. Vesper can literally just drag him. <laughs> uh, anything else, Alexander? I assume not. Nah. That's... Okay, I'm gonna head south down to where Liberté is. I actually reach the same spot. Uh, look at you too. 
the only place where I can get a shot off from. Uh, you could like elbow him out of the way, take your shot, and then move back. Okay, I can hit both of them, but this one's held, so that's. This one's definitely the one we need to drop because this one's taken care of. Yep. So I'm. I, I I would say the one by Gothrak will have half cover. Yeah, but I have Dude. spell my spell sniper. So there I you go. Him. Yep. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I am spell going slip. to cast hex. Uh, uh, and then I am going to Eldritch Blast him. This is all in the one by Gothrak, yeah? Yep. So an 18 and a 27. So for 23 points of damage, plus two hexes. Three twenty-seven, twenty-eight damage. Uh, what's your finishing touch as you fucking obliterate him? He only had ten hit points left. Uh, sorry, Gothrak. I know you like to play. Oh, but Gothrak can't hear me. Oh well. Gothrak <laughs> just looks back at Taz <laughs> with this. What the? F <laughs> and then I just, yeah, just back up. Gothrak, is you ready? Ready to do your your final strike? Uh, you just see two bursts of energy, bam, one through, like, the shoulder, and the other just right into the neck, and the entire head of the dwarf just snaps back, and it collapses onto the ground. Gothrak just looks back at Taz and smiles. And that's it for me. Okay, uh, it is the dwarf's turn. Uh, uh, he's he, he's held, so he makes his save at the end of his turn. She does not make. He is still held. Uh, Liberté. Oh, you there? Yeah, I'm. I was thinking because. What I was going to do was dependent on whether or not he passed that uh, save or not. Um, so we're trying to knock him out, and everyone else is going to probably kick his ass pretty handily before his turn comes back up. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with the quarterstaff uh, and hit him with it. I don't think you can get to him, unfortunately. I got 60 feet of movement with my boots. Yeah, that's right, your boots. Sorry. Yeah. So I'll just run up and baseball swing uh, with my it. It's an advantage! <laughs> Trying to knock him out. I don't know. It is an advantage because he's held. Right. It's also a critical, isn't it? <laughs> if I oh, hit. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, it's not a crit on hold, right? That's I, I'm 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 double checking. But it's also we have the new rules for non-lethal damage. 
Oh, but I, I'm not. I mean, I know I'm not strong enough to kill him, so I'm not trying to do non-lethal. He's oh. he's a hefty dwarf man, and I am a a weak tiefling. I'm not. I'm not. Yes, it is an automatic critical. Paralyzed is an is an automatic critical. Uh, Seventeen so, hits, right? Yes, seventeen does hit. So go ahead and roll. D ten. What is it? Yeah, it'd be oh. another D ten. Two handed, yeah. Quarters. Or staff. Yeah. I'm handed. pretty sure. One handed. So it's a D. It's a D. No, it's a D six oh. or a D eight on a quarter staff. Oh wow. Right. Long sword. Long sword is eight or ten. Yeah, so so how, so how did you roll a 13? Rolled a 5. Yeah, he rolled a 5. 5, five blood. Oh, I'm looking at the two. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I, was look, I was looking at the to hit. Let's see. So that was like 17 damage. That's a lot for a, a quarter staff. Hey, all right. So I do a, I just I walk him for 11 damage. <laughs> you, you you slap him inside the helmet, which is silent. <laughs> His ears are ringing, but we don't hear it. <laughs> I guess I'll just stay there, like, growling into his ear, but he can't hear me because it's silent. You're, you're just burying your fangs, like, in his face. And his back is to me, so it's, like, to the back of his head. Sentiment well, is there. You could back up out of... Oh, no, you can't. You're, sorry, you're in melee. Oh yeah. yeah, but he's held. He can't. Oh, he can't. Held. It doesn't matter anyway. So I will. I will take. I will take a step back out of the melee range and out of the uh, silence. And that's my turn. Vesper, you're up. Um. Well, he's incapacitated. So he is. I'll grapple him. What? what? I'm gonna right. like, try and shove him down to the ground because, like, we got him. Are you guys. trying to tie him up? Yeah, that's what I want to do, but. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Take him away, boys. <laughs> um. Okay, go ahead and make an athletics check to try to move his body while he's being held by magic. Okay. <laughs> Alexander, what's your spell DC? to beat a 16. 20. You did. Okay, you are able to knock him prone. You can't read him his rights when he's silenced. <laughs> like knocking over a statue. Essentially, yeah. He's <laughs> about to go to Pain Town. I'll sit on him? I don't know. You, you're you hasted, so you still have another action, Vesper. Oh. Do you want to tie him up? Yeah, yeah, I'll tie him up. Okay, do you have a rope? I think I do. It I, it says I do, so yes. Okay. Uh, you won't get him tied up, because it's only six seconds, but you begin to tie him up. Okay. I'll accept that. Uh, Jacques. Make my way through, and basically... I, uh... I help uh, Vesper uh, with tying. Uh, gagging? And gagging. Oh, I don't have anything to gag him with. Gothrak passed out, like, cloth and stuff. He, oh, did he? he? He's not wearing a toga. Okay. Well, uh. I think Gothrak has that on him. Oh, and I just... I 
figure uh, out. I, I would say you didn't pass it out. I, I, right, I would right. say that you like took it for yourself. So yeah, basically, I'll just I'll I'll help Vesper just t- finish tying him up. Okay. Yeah. So you, you you guys are still in the process of tying him up, but the process is quickly becoming more and more complete. Uh, Gothrak. How how bloody is this guy? Like, is it spreading all over the place? Is it containable? I didn't bleed him. Um, it was force damage. Yep. So Gothrax was not. Yeah, Gothrax would would have been. You hit him three times. I would say there's a decent amount of blood around him. Twice. I only got to hit him twice. Details. Details. Tight. You, oh no! Yeah, it is. It was twice. Uh, one, one was a crit. Yeah, one was a crit, though. So yeah, I'll, I'll say that there still is a decent amount of blood around you. All right, uh, Gothrak's gonna grab him. It's half movement if I'm carrying something, right? Or dragging something. You're back to normal because of the haste. That's okay. Uh, he's gonna uh, drag Skippy with him, uh, hoping the other dwarf can see him. So he's just gonna drag him with him. And then uh, come up to right the other... now because he's being tied up, and you can't say anything because we're in silence. That's fine. Uh, Gothrak is going to flip over Mr. Cleavy to Mr. Clobber, and he's going to take four attacks, non-lethal. He is going to beat the Jesus into this man, the one that's tied up. Yes, beat the Jesus out of him. You don't want him to have any holy power. All right, sure. I'll beat the Jesus out of him. Thank you. Uh, so it'll be at advantage because he's on the ground, and still probably a critical. So we'll see. What's the what's the new non-lethal rules? Yeah. Half damage. Half damage. Okay. Half damage. Okay. That's eleven damage. So sixteen damage. Twenty-two. Hey, look at this. I, I have to do some math here real quick. Give me a second. Okay. And are those auto crits? Yes, they are. So go Maybe ahead. Maybe to roll four d four. Well, you're. Er... I'm u- I'm using Mr. Clobber. The 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 blunt end is one d four. The blunt end is like your polearm bonus action. I wouldn't be able to just beat the shine it. Okay. Sure, fine. It's it's he's tied up. It's not going to matter anyway. Um, yeah. So go ahead and roll four more d four. Oh, okay. I gotta I gotta do math here. Othrak, make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, hold on, let me find my wisdom saves. That shouldn't have been at advantage, but 12. Okay. Um, going through this, you just start whacking him with the end of a Mr. Clobber. Like, just right in, in the, the face inside of the temple. Whack! You hit him. He's groggy and kind of bleeding. Whack! You hit him again. Whack! You hit him again. And everyone else is frantic. You don't realize it until you pull back for the last swing. 
who knocked him out on the second one, but weren't able to stop yourself in time for the third. So currently, he is down two death saves. But I still have the fourth attack. Do I realize it or not? You rolled above a 10, but below a 15. So you realized it after the third, not the fourth. I don't think he gets the fourth anyway, though, because I think the polearm master says that you can do it on the backswing from a forehand attack first. Hold on, let me suck. That's, that's what I thought it said. Opposite end of the weapon. Same ability as the primary attack with this damage die. So basically the fourth attack would be the opposite end, the, d the d10. I guess, I mean, I don't know. Um, for, for this, I'm okay with saying you're just you're just going with the opposite end. It's it's fine. Okay. Um, but but with your twelve, you did stop in time, not kill him, but he is unconscious. You did hit him once while he was unconscious. Everyone else, you notice this, so you realize that he is down to death saves. Gothrak is seething. He rate uh, yeah. He's gonna raise the polearm. And look at him and put it back down and just grab it onto his back. Just holster it and then grab Shitbeard and start dragging him this way. I'm, 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 I'll say that with all your attacks and everything, you can get to about there and everyone else is kind of looking at you to stop. Okay. That's my turn. Alright, yeah. Alexander, you see this happen and everyone suddenly looks frantic over the dwarf. Uh, I'll move up here. And just out of the silence, uh, I'll use healing word on the dwarf. It should be fine. Okay, what, what, what do you say to heal him? Like, oh, no, 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 it, it wasn't that bad. It's you, You're all good, man. And I'm just like, just like cheering him on to come back to life. He's fine. He can't hear it. He's in the Oh, silence. dude, come on! That was gonna be so fun for me. You you <laughs> shout it out. You shout oh, this out, Alexander, me, and nothing happens. Eh. He is in the silence spell. Hey, I, my bed. I was gonna give it like five seconds of silence to. No, 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 no. I I guess <laughs> that, but I'm like, hey, what are you gonna do? All right, like, uh, Taz. Uh, Jacques is out of the silence. Jacques is in the silence. Alright, then I'm going to go up to here. I'll sort of. And then just keep watch to see if anything's coming north to south down this street. I didn't make a perception check. Natural 20. Cool. Nice. Um, glancing through the gap here, as well as down this way, um, you don't see or hear anything immediately coming towards you all. all right. Dwarf's turn. There's no reason for me to hide this. I'm just going to do it in public. Awesome. Uh 
He wants to live. I'm not gonna lie. I I was very interested. Which way was that gonna go? Because that would have changed the direction. <laughs> Same here. All right. Liberté. So I bought this. I might as well use it. Uh, I pull out the healer's kit I bought. Uh, and uh, I will use it to stabilize him. The man's not worth a potion. You do. He stabilizes immediately. Don't heal. Are we technically out of combat? <coughs> but you're still in uh, silence. <laughs> uh, t technically, yes, we will be out of combat. Okay, then I will drop my silence. Gothrak looks over at uh, whoever it is. Water, now, wash this blood away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, give me a moment. And I will... I will use my, uh, my quick... Uh, do you guys want me to drop the haste now, or wait? You've got about 40 seconds before you... Oh, uh... oh please wait. Oh, please wait, laddie. Alright, I mean, it's only 6 seconds of lethargy. I guess you can handle it. Oh, uh, Gothrak takes a hold of uh, this body and starts dragging it. I'm gonna start trying to spread it around, try to spread it to to dilute it into that you won't you won't see the blood. What level are you casting it at? Uh, I'm casting it at level one, and I'm gonna, I can cast it again. I mean, it doesn't take that long for me to cast it, so I'll, uh, I'll cast it again. <laughs> Thirty-foot cube will hit all of this. Yeah. Gothrak looks over at Vesper. Finish tying up that one. Bring him with us. I'll do it. I'm not going to say anything to him. Uh, a 30 foot cube would not get all of it. So you you could get, like, you could center it over. I'll say if you centered two spells over both of them, mm -hmm. both patches, you would be able to create enough water where it would dilute it enough to where it would, like, it wouldn't seem as though there was a giant blood puddle. All right. So if you spend both spell slots, I'll, I'll say that you're able to clean it up enough. Yep. I... If he spends another one to destroy the water. Could he make it look like it was never wet and the blood and stuff would be gone? Mm-hmm. I could. That would take two more spell slots. Uh, I'll, okay, I'll do it. Oh my god, there goes all my spells. That's not all of them. Just level ones. Um, Gothrak's and wrapping up this body. He doesn't have four I, level ones? I do. I just used it. Oh, yeah. that's right. I, I, I was about to say you used level twos as well. Yeah, I, I used. To, I mean, I, I just, I just used it to clear all the blood and get rid of all the water. So, so over over the course of like thirty seconds, Doc makes it rain, cleans it up. Makes it rain, cleans it up. And we get the bodies back to the grate. Mm-hmm. Before we leave, can I check and make sure nobody dropped anything? Go ahead, make a perception check. Oh, help us all. Uh, part of this perception check, because I didn't see it when it happened, 
Um, I also want to see if I saw the mark that Gothrek made in the side of that building. That's a one. Nice. Yeah, 12. Um, I would say that you do notice the mark, because everyone was watching, like, the beginning of the fight, so you know it was there. Okay. Alright. But nothing else? Uh, yeah, you don't notice, like, any of your own belongings or anything out in, in the road. Or the dwarves. Well, Gothrak would have grabbed the war hammers, the anything the dwarves had. And all I see is a clean streak that I cleaned up. So I will I will point out to Jacques the mark in the side of the building and ask him to use mending on it. Mending? I don't have mending. You don't have mending? I thought you had mending. Nobody has mending? No, I don't have mending. Uh, anyone else has mending? It's a mark in the side of a building. It'd be fucking fine. Oh shit, the come down. And Gothrak just locks up for a second. Yeah, I, I was about to say, it's about this time that Esper and Gothrak, your bodies kind of seize up for a couple of seconds and then passes. Uh, so I can we'll... help carry the bodies, I guess. I'm assuming Vesper and Gothrak are carrying the bodies. I can help. Uh... All right. Uh, I almost sw switched to the Russian. Uh, all right, uh, Jock, take this one. Uh, Vesper, you get this other one. Uh, let's do one more pass. Alexander, let's uh, double check out here for okay. anything we missed. So Gothrak heads back out to the alley and double checks to make sure they didn't miss anything. I will have a look around as well. 18. Then roll, Alexander. I'm getting there. Fourteen. Um, I mean, it's it's not like it's not a game where you kill them and they drop loot. Or, well, there's stuff that's still on them. So, well, is, that combat only lasted what twenty four seconds. I want my loot. <laughs> so, I I be, be, beyond the weapons, which I assumed you had picked up. Um, there is nothing else. Or nothing on the ground that you would have. Yeah, but in the in the movies, every time somebody goes missing, they leave something behind that only they owned. Exactly. Like they I get the bloodhounds. Like, yep. these kids or something. And the blood, the blood, blood trail's gone and everything. It looks clean. We're we're good, right? Yeah, be between prestidigitation and you guys like knowing that you need to be as clean with about this as possible, like stuffing the wounds, you're you're fine. Alright, so we'll drag him down below. Gothrak will carry the dead one. That went fantastic. See, that's how you do it. That's how you fucking start a revolution. That nearly killed him. Didn't, yeah, that almost didn't go fantastic, but let's get into He already said he could talk out. to him tomorrow if he was dead. Let's get into the grate. You got you guys move into the grate. Um our what what are we doing once we're in the grate? You guys don't have to like move off the map. You're you're fine. You're in the grate. Um. So what what what's the plan? What what's what's the plan once once the grate's back in and everyone's in the actual like sewer? Well, because we're gonna have to stealth when we leave. So the question is, do we bring 
both with us, or just the tied-up guy? Both. We're bringing both. We need to get rid of the other body. We can okay. burn it or something. Uh, who's who's carrying him then? Because I'm I'm assuming that's going to make stealthing harder, and so I'll I'll use enhance ability. I'm carrying the dead body. I'm I carrying. Can the dead. Oh, you're. Oh, okay. You you. You said Jacques and Vesper were carrying, so are we are we changing yeah, it up now? Nope, nope, that, that's fine. Okay, Jacques and Vesper, uh, so then I'm going to use uh, Enhance Ability, and I've never actually used it before. Will it pop up if I click it? Because friggin' hasn't been doing that for any of my other spells. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Um, which one is it? You don't need to tell me the name, just tell me which skill. That's what I'm trying to let's see. Advantage on dexterity because we're going to be doing stealth, and so I'll I'll twin that and hit both of them. So that's uh, Jacques and three points. Jacques and Vesper, uh, you would well Vesper, you would have since you have advantage disadvantage anyway. It would have just been straight canceled regardless. Um, Jacques, you are now at a normal roll instead of disadvantage. Uh, I've always had a, I've always had a normal roll. I, I know, but since you're carrying the body, that would have given you disadvantage. Oh, okay. And this spell cancels, yeah. Oh, so do I have to do it on Vesper or not? You wouldn't really know that. That's a... At a... <laughs> uh... Oh, well, we already cast it. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, I will cast... Uh... Guidance again. Are you giving it to yourself or to Vesper? Give it to Vesper. What, what item does she have? Uh, I have the um, elven Boots, cloak don't thingy. You? No. Oh, no, you got the cloak elven kind. Is her? Is others disadvantage on seeing her? Seeing, not hearing. Oh. Oh, that's what okay. I said. Sorry. <laughs> Fine, I'll know better next time than to do that, I guess. So do I have advantage? I'm sorry. Oh, it, it's a straight roll. Okay. No, but wait. Oh, I thought Joe cast the spell on her. Yeah, well, she's got disadvantage because of her armor and advantage because of her cloak, so my spell has no effect on her. Right, There's there's no... Like, like, you can't have double advantage or double disadvantage. If you have one of each, it's just straight roll. It's like oh, penalties okay. in the NFL. Alright, that's fine. That's a five. Your D4. Josh, since I blew that, can I still do it but cast it on myself instead of Vesper? <laughs> oh, you haven't rolled yet. Sure. Well, you don't have to say yes just because I'm asking. Oh, no, it's it not going to matter. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do it. I, I, anyway. <laughs> Apparently, I tripped. You fell Real in the bad. sewer. Yeah. Alexander, I think is the only one we're missing. So I got a thirteen. Like, damn it. Okay, I did it twice. One for you. One. For Second one was an extra twenty. Damn it. That could be the. <laughs> Okay. That was Charles' um, roll? Yeah. 
Um, so the way back is a little more, more precarious, trying to be quiet and stealthy while also carrying several dead bodies. Um, as you do. As Taz at one point, Vesper is a little too quick for you, and she bumps into you, and you actually fall and like slam into the wall and make a little bit of noise, but after a minute, it doesn't seem like it's immediately running for all of you. Are we going all the way back with, with both dwarves, or what's no. the plan? Uh, I think we should just find some place uh, away from uh, the hideout in the sewage. I'd be... We could take him to the river. Why would we go back? No, I'm saying we take him to the river you guys came from. Take who? The, the dead, dead one. Oh, and the live one, too. And I We're going to do that now? Let's get back to the base and question this guy. You want... Now, listen, I am all for beating the ever-loving information out of this one. If you want to do it in front of children, I'm fine with it. But that's up to you guys. I've got no qualms. There could be plenty of questions that, that the Dragonborn might want to ask. I mean, All right, fine. I mean, Kids I understand we're doing our own thing, but it's still their revolution or whatever. Well, let's take the dead body with him and set him up in front of him. It'll be uh, an incentive to talk. In front of the kids. Vesper, you could take the kids to another room. There were kids? I don't even remember that. Well, yep. kids gonna learn about the world at some point. Oh. Really isn't another room. It's, it's mostly just that little space. Like, once you leave, you're going out into, like, where the sewer tunnels are. Because you have to crawl, like, you have to walk through the tunnels for a little bit and then crawl through that enclosed space out into that room with the crates. You know, we could wait in the tunnels and have you guys bring the uh, dragon birds over here. Yes, but do we know that no one's going to hear us? I mean, the whole point of, of the base is that it's a place they can't hear anybody or, or know that they're there. We don't know of another place like that. All right, we blindfold the kids, stuff sheets in their ears, and call it a fucking day. Let's get them down there. Let's put the kids in the tunnel and be like, hey, come back in a minute. Um... Yeah, worst case I want scenario, I'll take the kids to the mouth of the tunnel and we'll sit around in a little circle holding hands and I'll cast darkness on us so they can't see anything. Maybe silence too? No. Wait, are you saying that there's no other like hidden places in the, the sewer? Yeah, but Jacques, if there are if there are grates, if there are grates that can be you can noise can carry through. Is there a convenient torture mart? Unfortunately, not that you found. Not again. Sadness. <laughs> I, I I know that you do look for the torture mart in every city, but he so does, far he you does. have not been able to find one. All right. Well, unfortunately, tortures are us is not available. We either go above ground and find an abandoned house, or we go back to the the hideout. We go back to the hideout. Okay. Let's go then. Yep. Hang on. Can we just talk about how tortures are us is never when you need them? Like. I Honestly. agree! Alexander, you <laughs> and I need to get together more. We seem to be getting <laughs> along better now. We'll be fixed off between us! I want to blindfold him too. Who, the dwarf or Alexander? The blind, uh, the dwarf. Probably for the best, but... Um. Yeah. 
we'll we'll gag and blindfold the dwarf. And... Uh, as for the body, uh, this dead body, uh, I feel like we should just dump it. No, it's a good tool to use. You want me to bring the dead body in here? We'll take it out later. It's, it's an incentive. Uh, we haven't even searched him yet. Yep. Yeah. Let's oh, take him. Let's take him and go. No searching in here. You want to be careful about that too. Jacques, you were asking about emblems. You didn't even look for that now. Let's do that back at the hideout. Go. It all happened so fast. Yeah, I mean, you really want to be in the street. Time. Carrying the bodies and, and moving as a group, it does take you a little bit longer to get back normal. But you don't see anybody or anything in the sewers. As you are approaching the hideout, um, you do get to that space where you have to crawl through. So two people are like one's pulling a dead dwarf and an unconscious dwarf. The other's pushing from behind, making all kinds of noise with their armor, trying to get through. But you eventually pop them out and head towards the base. Anything you guys want to do like before you arrive or as you get there? Uh, where's the? Do you want Vesper? Do you want to go ahead and just warn them about what we're bringing in? Uh, yeah, I'll, that I'll way, do that. That way, you can let Zinalda decide what to do with the kids, or right, put up choice. put up some sheets, okay. up in the corner, or something. You shut your mouth. I'm not. I'm not happy with you, sir. Oh, you're not happy with me. We have a dead dwarf and a live dwarf. Mission you nearly successful. killed them. Uh, and? Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm going. Uh, where exactly did uh, Taz shoot the body? Uh, one one was uh, in the shoulder and the other was in the neck and it snapped the head back. Okay, uh, I, before uh, Vesper leaves, I ask her to bring uh, a pillow bag to cover the face, the head. Of this dead body. Okay. I was gonna say, just so it's clear, Li Liberté does not care at all about kids seeing this because the shit he saw when he was little, like pff, this is nothing. He can deal with it. Suck it up, Jack. <laughs> what? What do you need a pillow for? Uh. Are we smothering the live one? No, deceiving, covering the. Deceiving the live one. No, I'm, I'm covering the the blood and the gape the. The head's fall is about to fall off the body. You want me to bring in this body with the head dangling behind him into this room? Fine, 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 fine. Maybe we can convince him his body's still alive. Uh, that's the that's my plan. Uh, Vesper, right. you make your way up to the main um, cavern, and you do um, actually see surprising for what time it is earlier in the morning you do see that Shemarot and Lander have returned. Oh, good. You guys are back. Yes, where have you been? We got... Um, well, a way to get information, I guess. Cheers. And he kind of narrows his eyes at you. We got a dwarf back there. Have a dwarf. Yes, we have. Well, we have 
two. One's alive, the other one not so much. Bring me the live one. Right. Uh, what are your feelings on bringing in a dead one? Because for some reason they want to bring the dead one in. Uh, as you mentioned that, he, he kind of glances around at, at the various uh, people around. He actually looks over to Zinalda. Zinalda? The children. There. them. Have some business. And nods and gathers up the kids and starts walking them over to a shaded corner where she can have their attention. Well, this is a scream here this here is a screen, so if the, she and the kids are behind that screen, they won't be able to see anything. Sure. That's fine. It was perfectly set up drawing, Josh. Uh, that's, that's fine. She can be back there with the kids. So that table is not really a table? I, I wouldn't have even <laughs> said that was a screen. Like, that doesn't look like a screen to me, but I, I can go with it. It's three poles with two cloths Okay. All right. So, <laughs> hey, I'm using your environment to environment to your advantage. I, I walk um, in. I sit down and start dressed. Gothrak pulls in the live one since Vesper dropped him. I have the dead one, and I'm gonna go all the way to the corner over here, away from everyone, and have it Gothrak rest up will against the wall. With, uh, the other one. Oh. <laughs> uh. And I'll start searching the body. Yeah, Gothrak. Okay. Where, where are you putting the other one? Uh, are you putting right the other one, Gothrak? Uh, Jacques, go ahead and make an investigation check. Where? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I think you're a lot better at it, but cares. I've only got a plus one. Oh yeah, well I got a plus zero. Go ahead and make the check. Whoever wants mm -hmm. to make it. I'm making it. 19. Hey! 19. Okay. Alright. Uh, let me... Should have probably opened up the character sheet. Huh? Probably would have been a good idea. Gothrak starts talking to Jacques. You know, there's a couple of ways we can do this. We can start with the toes and work our way up. <laughs> Uh, I'm still waiting for that pillowcase. Oh yeah, where's the pillowcase? Um, so uh, each of them, uh, you were brought a pillowcase. Vesper, <laughs> you bringing my pillowcase? Uh, she's gone. <laughs> oh, sure. She brings you a pillowcase. Um, uh, they each have a chain shirt and shield. And a warhammer. That's um, one each of those. Uh, between the two of them, you find a total of a hundred and six gold and thirty and thirty-five silver. Thirty-five silver. So one hundred and nine gold. Point three five, or point five. Um, Alexander, isn't that better armor than what you're wearing? They're wearing chain shirts. 
that you can wear under a shirt and not look. Oh no, I have a chain shirt. I just oh you to do wear it. okay. Oh, I don't know why, but that was the decision I made, so I'm sticking with it. All right. Don't question me. Okay. Yep. I've got my feet up. I'm resting. Just critiquing. Um, the three. Um, Shadowmont, Lander, and Lunave all come over, like, crowd around all of you as you all are kind of looking them over and kind of like, so? Happened. We ambushed them. We killed this one. Beat the shit out of this one. And now we're going to have fun and ask him questions. Well, we didn't leave any trace while we got rid of all the blood. For all they know, these bastards deserted. We used quite a bit of spells in cleaning up, but we kept silent, and we looked, and there wasn't any other patrols on their way, so it looks like we've done this cleanly. Tell you what, you all look uh, smarter, smarter than you look. We look smarter than we look, guys. A little bit lucky, too, Gothrak. Well, that's fine. Do I look smarter now? Not that I actually care, but do I look smarter? I'm going to put my money out there and say that you weren't the one that thought of that. Actually, it was a group effort, and... I mean, it was a group effort. Yeah, it was a group effort. Nearly a little bit dodgy at the end when the second one nearly died... He's still alive. I know. Um, you, you, you all see uh, Shamarat kind of lean over and whisper something in uh, Lunave's ear. He kind of nods, and they both begin to walk up towards the unconscious dwarf. Uh, Lunave, um, Shamarat, all I ask is when you guys are done with him, I'm allowed to take him. That's all I request. You want my help? Pulling is whatever. That's fine. But after you're done, he's mine. Is there a reason for that? I have questions of my own. And also, he didn't get a chance to kill anyone. Yeah, yeah there's that too. Well, if it's questions you're wanting to ask, I'm sure you could ask them alongside me. He looks at her. Fine. That was Shamarat, by the way, not... Oh, Shamarat, oh, okay. My bad. I was a little racist, Gothrak. <laughs> <laughs> not Matt Mercer. I can't do perfect voices. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I can't even... Right. Uh, um, so, um... Shamarat uh, kind of leans over him, and Lunave stands over... Um, did anyone actually gag him, or was that just a conversation that you all were having? No, no Jacques we did. Jacques yeah. did. Okay, just and blindfolded him. Mm -hmm. So Lunave kind of reaches out a claw, and Jacques, you are very familiar with this. She kind of grasps him in on the arm and releases some healing energy. Immediately, you see the dwarves' eyes kind of fall and then flutter open, and. <laughs> Uh -huh. 
Uh, Shamarat reaches down a claw and kind of grabs him by the beard and kind of yanks him up. You're gonna listen to me. You're gonna answer my questions. Kind of stares him down. Orf's just kind of staring back. I'm gonna take this gag out. If you make so much as a sound, I don't think my green friend over here will taste. Gothrax just sitting there sharpening Cleavy. There will be no screaming, no yelling. Just calm and polite. And I'm gonna roll an Get advantage because Gothrax preparing a torture implement? <laughs> sure, I'll I'll give my own character advantage. <laughs> hey what man! Yeah. He's speaking... Could have done that without permission. <laughs> he's he's speaking common. He uh you get you get the sense that Shamrat does not know dwarf. Uh, okay. The dwarf kind of stares back at him. You can tell that there is a little bit of fear in his eyes. And Shamrat leans in real close, gives you a nod, Gothrak, to remove the gag, and Lunave steps back. Gothrak uh, pulls the gag and moves Mr. Cleavy just under his chin. Shamrat leans in again. What are you doing in my city? A response. Stares. Gothrak will repeat it in Dwarvish. Looks up at you, Gothrak. And looks back at Shamrat with contempt. And looks back up to you, says, Dwarvish, only what is right. Gothrak translates it to Shamrat. I not speak. It's away and kind of paces, really frustrated looking. Almost like waves his hand for you to go ahead, Gothrak. So Gothrak switches to Dwarvish. And question one. How many of you are there? Assuming, I assume that you are trying to be intimidating as well. Yeah. Okay, I'll have you go ahead and make your own check. Uh, with okay. advantage because of everything that's going on. What what's your charisma mod? Um, surprisingly, uh, it's a, a zero. Uh, but I am proficient in intimidation, so uh, I ended up with a okay. twenty-two. Okay, uh, I I am also one of the DMs who will occasionally let you use strength. So for this, what's your strength mod? Uh, plus four. So that okay. takes it to so a we're, twenty-six. We're, we're well over. Yeah, we're, we're well over twenty. He's, he's kind of sweating now now that he knows that someone can speak Dwarvish, looking around at all of you. Uh, numerous. 
are a full city. Come. Take what is ours. Will not succeed. Will not succeed. You've already taken over the city. You should surrender now. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need you to calm down here. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. If you lie to me. If I think you're lying to me. Honestly, if you look at me the wrong way, I'm going to start cutting off fingers. Now, I'm being nice. Would you like to have a nice conversation? Are you going to answer honestly, yes or no? Sorry, pause for a second. Gothrak. Uh, Josh, has it been an hour from when we were up there? Or less than an hour? hour from when because you were you were up setting up for a while like what what point are you asking if it's been an hour from from when we fought then um i'll say it has not been a full hour yet Okay. The clean that you would have cleaned up very quickly, and yes, the journey would have taken longer, but it I don't think it would have taken you that long to be more than an hour. All right, so I'm gonna move my packs onto him. All right, so, so that's for skill checks for him. What skill would you like to give him disadvantage that's, on? That's what I'm trying to think. Wisdom, intelligence, or charisma. Some DMs do wisdom, some do intelligence checks against torture. I mean, it just depends on what Josh does. Well, yeah, I'll go intelligence. Okay, that's that's I sort of waggle my fingers at him, lock or whatever to transfer the text over. Okay. Um, did, between you, Cat, and or Vesper and Gothard, did I miss something based on the chat? Oh, uh, I was just making sure that he was translating all that because Vesper would have uh, stepped up. Yeah, when yeah, you... I, I'm, I'm just like to keep the conversation going. I'm not going to have Gothard stop each sentence and translate. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, no. I have a DM question. Yeah, what's up? Before, before we go further, um, if Gothrak tells me what how to say it in Dwarvis, can I cast suggestion, um, speaking a specific phrase in Dwarvish? Maybe with like a performance check. I would say yes with a performance check. Gothrak's moving into the moment right now, so... Alright, fine, we won't try it. No, if you want to try it, you're going to have to... I'm saying you're going to have to talk to him. Um... Yeah, I mean... Uh, so I'm speaking in common, obviously. Um, Gothrak, do you want me to try to suggest to him to answer truthfully? Can you... Can you speak to Orvish? 
can't, so you would have to t tell me how to say it. Fine, we'll try it your way first. If it doesn't work, my way. I... I mean, I do have a spell that would also help if it doesn't work. Just saying. Well, what's that? Uh, I can make him tell the truth. Well, then do that. <laughs> make him? Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. Is this like, is this like, is all the truth? That is the correct term, yeah. Bothrak, <laughs> you might want to step back. No, it's fine. I have nothing to hide. Uh, I'll step back. <laughs> Does no one else want to like join in on the circle here? No, I'm f I'm I'm fine watching. Okay. Do your thing. Do your magic gibbly gook. Well, Gothrak, why don't you tell him what I'm gonna do? Just do it. Okay. What's your DC? Not good. Oh, well, not Gothard better than fails. that. There's no um, wisdom. One second, sorry. Yep. Thought it was charisma it's save. No, it's oh. charisma. Oh, charisma. Yeah, it, it is, is charisma. So Gothic fail. Her spell DC is fifteen. Alright. Uh, finally got the character. Uh okay. Oh well, it's charisma, right? What what what's your DC? My DC is fifteen. Um, then you know whether they succeed or fail, right? Yeah, she does. Yes. Uh, you get the sense that the, the dwarf failed. Oh. Are we good All to right. go? Yep. All good. Switching back to dwarvish. All right. Let's try this again. Give me a number. The exact number of your forces. You know, um, just so you know, he doesn't have to answer that. I I know. Oh no, I'm telling the group this because I know the spell. Does he not answer? Uh, he 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 looks up and says, I "Do not know." Higher. Long. All right. Higher than five hundred, or lower than three hundred. He kind of screws up his eyes thinking and blinks greater than 500 I think alright less than 800 or higher than 800 there are a city's worth of dwarves are they okay how many soldiers less than 500 soldiers I would guess at least a thousand soldiers I do not know the full number. A thousand soldiers. See, you and I, you and I, we're gonna get along. It's fantastic. All right. So, question number two: Who 
Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is your commanding officer? Who leads the Dwarvish army? Wants to check notes because that's in here somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Erdala. All right. Okay. How many personal guard does your commander have? question to me, I do not know. Alright. So far, you've answered truthfully, I feel. I feel you and I can at least for the next hour have a good relationship. So, next question. Where and in, in Dwarvish, he, he sticks completely to Dwarvish. Where is Baelnor? At the mention of the bit, the name Bailnor, his eyes get super narrow, almost fierce, looking up at you. Bailnor is here. Where? I do not know. Is he leading the army in any way? Gothrak's not translating anything at this point. That question, there's silence. Respond. I'm going to give you one more chance. Is Godfrey a leader? I I would say that the rest of you did recognize the name Bailnor. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Um. Yes, he is. Thank you, magic users. Gothrak. Gothrak looks back at him with a large amount of murder in his eyes. And he looks yes, back at I the know. dwarf. How many magic users? How many uh, arcane users? Or holy magic users? To outfit an army with. Alright. More than a hundred? Less than a hundred. This he's translating back. I do not know exact answers. You ask things of which I am not privy to information. All right. Well, we're trying here, aren't we? We're having a nice conversation. Do you have a family? Oh. Did he say up no? Up at you with cold... No, no, uh, yes, he said no. I mean, he looks up with you with cold... Trude eyes. Gothrak, how did they take the city? In what way did you take the city? How were you able to get inside the walls? A response. I'm going to ask one more time. And then in Dwarvish, he's going to, to say, I will take your finger. We'll start with the pinky, if you do not tell me. Can take my head. Already will. He's not You're wrong. right. You're correct. 
I'm going to take you out of this cave. And he's saying this all in Dwarvish. And he goes on to describe exactly what he's going to do to him. And every one of his kind that he can. Answer the questions. I give you my word. The word of the axe biters. You will die swiftly if you tell me everything you know. Otherwise, it will last hours. Uh, he, he, he just looks up at you after you say that, and there's no response. Right. Everything I've told you will not help you. The city and is ours. I think he that... took it back. He took it back? It is when ours. When was it yours? He's saying he took it back. He, got, he gets a wicked smile on his face. When was it yours? Didn't you like to... Yes, that's why I'm asking you the question, jackass. When was go it ahead yours? And make, go ahead and make another intimidation check. Alright, this time Gothrak is going to put Mr. Cleavy aside and take him by the throat and start squeezing when he asks this question, so strength. Uh, advantage again, or... Yeah, sure. Here we go. Plus four to whatever this is. Uh, that is 26. Yeah, there you go. He, he releases to let him talk. When was it yours? I was not alive when ours. Okay. He, 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 he looks. He looks over to the dragonborn in the room. You filth! You disgusting, vile creatures took our city. Uh, we still haven't learned how they got in. Yeah, he didn't. He wouldn't <coughs> say. Gothrak's about to dwarfish? try again. Is he saying that in dwarvish to them? Or? Uh, it's 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 all it's all in dwarvish. So like, the, the the dragonborn kind of realized that he's shifted their focus from Gothrak to them, and is kind of like shouting at them. Gothrak uh, takes him by the throat again to quiet him down. You can guess what he's yelling at you. He's saying that you took the city from them. Okay, let's try this again. More than a thousand years ago. Less than a thousand years ago. Less. Thank you. All right. Fantastic. See, we're getting somewhere. How the fuck did you get in the city? And Gothrak is putting pressure, but he's not cutting off his air supply yet. How literally has Gothrak been translating back and forth to us? It's the the stuff that's important, not about Baelnor, 100%. With the exception so of the Gothrak, insults. Yeah, so Gothrak, if this was their city, at one point in time, they might know 
secret ways in that the Dragonborn don't. Don't and focus. Well, what, what else? we want to know where the commanders are, but yeah, if you can find out how they got in, that might help us to get to them. Where are your commanders? How did you get in? Let's start with those questions again. Sorry, told you. Tell us in the mansion. In the mansion. Fantastic. Now, how did you get in the city? Where are your secret passages? Response. All right. I see we're not getting anywhere. I'm going to ask you one more question. Do you have a mother and father? Uh, I used to. All right. Well, nobody will miss you then. So, answer the question. How did you get in? And I will make it quick. This decides your fate now. And Gothrak gets up in his face. Baelnor betrayed me. And he's completely in Dwarvish and not translating this at all. But we all hear Balnor. Shenrak, my wife. My daughters, Kira and Methra, were murdered by Balnor. You give me him, and you give me your secret passages, and you will die with honor. Otherwise, I will spread your body parts to the wolves. And I will keep you alive as I... And he goes into an explanation of what he's going to do to him. <laughs> Is it too uh, explicit? It, like, what, what's the deal, man? Yeah, I know. It's a PG podcast, Casper. Talk to children here. Do you... I mean, do you want me to? No. I assume that also means you're telling the truth when you're making the threat, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I, I, will, I will call out, though. We can take a shot at making him... Like, actually answer questions if you want to. Just throwing that out. Um, Gothric, as you're going through your detailed list of every single thing that you're going to do to him, uh, are, you're still holding him by the neck, I assume? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, through your, your choking hand, he did, like, even before you finish talking, he just starts to... <laughs> is he choking he's choking but he's laughing and 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 he gets that wicked smile on his face one more time as he looks you straight in the eyes they all died for a purpose gothrak picks up cleavy and takes his head uh, you just do it. No. No roll needed. Just one slice off. And he begins to... He goes into a rage. And he does not stop hitting. Arms, legs, torso. Just over and over and over again. Uh, I will uh, go up and try to stop him coming. Are you gonna like grapple him, or what are you trying to oh, do? Oh yeah, I'm gonna grapple him. Oh, let's do this. Okay. All right. Gothrak, uh, b both of you make athletics checks. Gothrak with advantage. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. 
18. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so, Gothrak, as you're punching, you feel Jacques come up behind you and try to drag you away, but you, just with an elbow, you, like, get him in the collarbone, and Jacques, you kind of stumble, and you just go back to punching the body over and over and over and over. And he, at every, every time he hits, his wife's name or one of his daughter's names, repeatedly, every single hit. And then Baelnor's uh, name, every single hit. I'm going to cast Hold Person. Oh, no. All right. Wisdom save, Grab that wisdom save. Yeah. It's a Nine. fail. Oh, much like the dwarf, you middle in mid punch just lock up and just. What, what would your natural reaction? to this be you you are raging you are trying to punch what would your natural reaction be would, would it be to like scream or like growl or or would would you have a reaction to that would so a question withhold person i can't talk can i like i can't really make sounds can i I, I think you can make sounds. I don't think you can, like, speak sentences. Can't move or speak. Oh. Realize, yeah, incapacitate. You can growl. Yeah, I, 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 and I would say, like, with your teeth clenched, you could, like, growl, but you wouldn't be able to get much more of a sound past that. Or something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And he looks at Vesper. He's dead. He's dead. You don't need to kill him anymore. He's dead. He's gone. Vesper, he doesn't take these kinds of things very well. So step back. And then I'll put my hand on Gothrak and say, this won't bring them back. Stop and think and save your rage for Balnor. All he can do is growl. Yep. And then I step back because I know what happens when he comes out of the whole person. Is Vesper stepping back? Nope, I'm staying. I'm assuming yep. it's another but it only lasts save at this a point. Minute. It only lasts a minute. Yeah, so at the end of each turn, he gets to save. And yeah, after that first round, he saves. So Taz, you're able to come up and say this. You you hear this, Gothrak. You you turn and, and see a, a look of... I, w- I would say is... is he, Like, you don't know Vesper, but you can see dro- concern in her eyes for you. He's going to turn to her and heft Mr. Cleavy. Understand this. If you ever do that again, what I did to him will appear like a Saturday night special. You can fuck off. You have no idea what pain lives in the world. And until you do, child, I won't be the one to educate you. This is your only warning. 
The next time, I'll kill you. And he moves off. Yeah, I'm welcome back. Staring after him. <laughs> <laughs> Lander's like, nope! <laughs> uh, okay, do we need these bodies anymore? I feel like we should dump them. Leave them. I'll take care of them. Right. It might help him. Jacques will let him take them. Uh, so we're fine with leaving uh, a bloody corpse right here. For no. Gothrak will take them and do what I he need a to. minute. Yep. Hmm. I do say loudly enough, though, that Gothrak, no matter what, we don't attack our own. If you want to go to get Vesper, you have to go through me first. Taz, and I've treated you fairly since I've known you. But you know I'm serious. I know you're serious. And okay. you know I That's am. That's enough. Mm -hmm. And Gothrak just... He... Yeah, he collapses over here. And just slowly just starts chanting in Orcish. Alright, Jacques, why don't you and I then deal with... The bodies? Just, yeah, to get them out of sight. Uh, I thought, uh... Yeah, well, if he wants them, he can grab them later, but we'll just move them out of the living area for now. Oh, well, I thought he said to leave them here. Yeah, I know, I changed my mind. Oh, yeah? I'll pick up the body. So you just want just to move it, like, up here? Yeah. yeah. It's just not good to keep the children there. I didn't know that was going to be Gothrak's reaction in the moment, so just give him time. His reaction? Yeah, well, what he's doing now. Um. So, I guess I want to, because she's the elder, I want to ask Zinalda, what did the dwarf mean that you took their city. He looks up at you with kind of sad eyes. I, I do not know. Oh, hmm. Is she lying? An inside check. <laughs> Twelve. You know, I'm usually supposed to be good at this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. You were serious. Not neither of you can really sense any deception from her. Um, the reading that you get at the in the moment is. Mostly sadness and 
shock based on what has happened over the past 15 minutes. And the only reason that she seems to be holding it together is to try to stay strong for the couple of kids that are her and Lunave. Whispered to Jacques, Jacques, maybe Lunave can help. I hope so. Maybe, or maybe she knows. Mm. Uh, Lady Luna, you have time to talk? Ah. Uh. Yes. And she kind of gives Zanelda a nod. Does she want to talk privately? It is up to you. Uh, let's go towards the entrance. Right. Gothrak is doing the thing at the entrance that they're going towards. Uh, really? God damn it. Uh, I guess we'll go further down. <laughs> or there's that other branch. Yeah, you, 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 you can find a spot. You can find a spot that's kind of fairly secluded. I, I assume you're just wrapping up the bodies in sheets, Gothrak? Yes, he is chopping them up and loading them up in sheets to carry them. Okay. Probably still going to be a bunch of bloody sand, but you can put that later. Um, Jacques, you kind of pull Lunave down the other, the other chute. What, what uh, was it? What did you need? Oh, uh, I'm just curious as to, I mean, a lot of things has happened. So we didn't get a chance to, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk. Um, I'm so curious as how you ended up here. Ah, uh, said it. It's not a short story. Um, he kind of puts puts one claw on on the wall and kind of leans against it, looking kind of cheapish. As I said, I've been here for a few months. Have you been home recently? Um, no, not for months. It's. Intense actions of traction even further. So much infighting, the political council. No one seems to be able to agree with anything anymore. Council. Uh, which you would know, Jacques, as the Council of Hughes. H U E S, Council of Hughes, which is the, like, the essentially the leaders of Nathun. Like the, the Dragonborn capital. They are the, the ones in charge. But what does that have to do with you being here? You know my father and his position on, on the council. I some of the members have become shells of their former selves. I don't recognize them anymore. I, they asked us to do things that we should not have done. 
gotten conflicting orders from different factions, ordering the military to do different things. Back certain places or go after certain people. Couldn't stand for it any longer. So I to the hard decision that Nathun was no longer where I was supposed to be. Came to on the other place that I knew I would probably be accepted. Or at least hoped until people realized where I was from. Oh. Sorry to hear that. It's, um, it's alright. I mean, it must have been the hard. Just doing alright for myself before uh, all this. Kind of good enough with a sword to hold my own and be able to work some jobs here and there. Well, still, I mean, you left your home, your station, and did you leave your. I mean, the family. Yes. Your name as well. Not my name, but it doesn't really do me much good here, does it? Well. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> uh, my friend asked me earlier. Um, do you know anything about the? I mean, Doros ever, Doros ever having this place as home. Um, having it as their home, uh, I I do not. Uh, I, from what from what I was able to sneakily find out about Dragon Harbor before I came here, it's it was settled, probably only. Hundred or so years ago, it's not. It's not that old. It's really not. I. I don't understand what what the dwarves are talking about. What What he was saying, it, it does not make sense. I. I can say that before they attacked, I do remember a small uptick in in dwarven merchants before this happened, but it wasn't near the numbers that we've seen. We could. We, there were merchants all the time down at the harbor. I wonder if they were talking about the city or, or maybe the, just the area underground. Maybe. I don't know. It seemed to be normal. Goods trade. Well, it was good to see you. I was just surprised as all. Yes. Surprised but, as well. Well, how did you make your way here? Did you take a ship? Uh, I took a ship to, um, and made my way that way. Oh. <laughs> not, not, not the long way around. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I took a ship off the Thune, but I uh, pretty much walked the, I pretty much walked the, the rest of the way here. Well, some other city. I I made my way to Confluence in 
I just kind of ship hopped, hang my way or looking as a can for okay. I'm doing something new. Um, does you have any plans at all after hearing that? Uh, I guess interrogation. Not in immediate future, no. Um, I think we're all going to have to stop and think a little bit about what we're doing. See if we can figure out. And as she's talking, uh, I need literally everybody to make a deck save. Oh, yes. What in the hell? All right. Hold on. Where's my cheat? A dex save? Everybody make a deck save. Began to get blowed up. My cat as well. Seven. Eight. Ten. Fourteen. Natural twenty. Nice. Nice. The cat gets eighteen, I get seventeen. Boys. You give her one cloak, suddenly she's Wonder Woman. <laughs> I don't think she's rolled back I don't think she's rolled bad on the dex check since she got that cloak. I know, it's all confidence. I, I got a five, guys. I got a five one. You guys ready to see? Uh, here's Lunave's deck safe. Holy shit! I rolled we it to me. Yep. I rolled it to me, but... Guessing it was good. I'm gonna post it in Discord. Give me a second. Not 20. <gasps> Let me in that one. Oh, let me see. Let me see. It's one <laughs> or the other. I'm so happy. Oh, that's amazing. That is... <laughs> Natural 20 minus one. One. I'm that's so hilarious. happy. I'm so happy. That could not have worked any better. All right, I need to get Lander. Wait, all the kids! Yeah. How the hell did um, they find we, us? We don't know them by name, so... So, um, for the record, uh, Taz, go ahead and add, uh, I think it's four. Yes, go ahead and add four to your deck save. Whatever your total was, plus four. So that makes it a 12. Okay. I'm just not even gonna... I'm not gonna roll for all the NPCs. It's fine. Um, okay, so... Everybody, Jacques and Lunave too, as you're talking, ground beneath your feet begins to shake like an earthquake. <sighs> Shaking back and forth. And everyone around you, there's some like some stifled screams and some grunts. Everybody starts holding on, looking up at the ceiling as some dust starts to fall, worried that it might cave in at any second. Eyes down. And a couple of seconds later, there's kind of like an aftershock or it happens again. <sighs> It all seems to settle. Uh, Jacques actually um, was the only one who was about to fall prone, but since Luna rolled a natural 20, I will say that she reached out and grabbed you and kept you up. Nobody took any damage or anything. It was all about falling prone. Like, the kids probably all fell over. Yeah, life goes on. <laughs> you, all were, you all were able to keep your feet during the... It seems to be an earthquake. Shamarat, has that happened before? Oh. 
the hell was that? It worries me very much what that might have been. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh, oh. Son of a bitch.